Welcome to Probing Ancient Aliens. Science and sci-fi obsessed nerds, Steve and Joey, are exploring each episode of everyone's favorite show about ancient astronaut theory, as well as the lovable quirky researchers who evangelize it. Today, we're probing into Season 15, Episode 11, The Ultimate Guide to UFOs. I prefer the minor guide to UFOs. Uh, more of a minor's perspective. Exactly. Yeah. You know, where the prospecting, where the gold is, where right. all them sweet, sweet daddy and moms are. Could also be, that could just be more of a... Uh, needlessly formal way to say, like, a young person's guide. The young adult's guide to, you know. I prefer to think of attractive underage people as young adults, right? Focusing on the adults. And, uh... <laughs> uh closet cannot be closed. Correct. Due to the... Uh, my, to my the girth. The girth sitting. of the chair and my own body. Uh... But yes, that's that's uh, William Coosby. We'll get it all. Who I happen to be out. married to. This is temporary, for one night only. A one night special event uh, yeah. of Joey halfway in the closet. <laughs> I'm by, I'm by, oh, but I won't God. say goodbye to guys. Guess I'll try. <laughs> um, oh God, what is happening? Uh, William Coosby, my wife, my wife, chatting from the same IP address. As we're on right now, because as as all of our legions of Twitch streamers can see uh, at this 9 p.m. Pacific <laughs> Twitch stream. Uh, all two of you. We are in uh, my house, as opposed to... My house. <laughs> uh, it is in the middle of our street, it pretty is, much, where I prefer, so that cars do not hit yeah. the back wall of my... Which I think is much more of a California thing, but uh, they can't hit the back wall. Drunk drivers cannot drive into my front yard yeah. unless they really weird, tried. Weird men can jump the fence mm-hmm. and jiggle the door. Exactly. And uh, and we say we have a gun and they go, sorry, ma'am. And then they jump away. Yeah. Um, I wonder if that was a paranormal event. There you go. <laughs> it was high strange. Someone was high. And it was right. <laughs> <laughs> he had just watched um, uh, High School High. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, was really... Uh, jazzed up about his jazz cigarettes that exactly. he was smoking. Yeah. So, <laughs> it's calling it a jazz cigarette racist. Uh, it could be. I'm it's not sure. like calling a Brazil nut what your grampy would call well, it. That's a whole separate story. <laughs> um, I feel like, yes. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Problematic. Yeah. Probably yeah, It shouldn't be. Yeah. It's problematic. That's yeah. another side podcast we could have where we get, we just constantly dance. <laughs> Super racist well, subjects in terms. It was Matt's dick. Oh, <laughs> probably, yeah, prob- Matt dick. probably Matt Dick, which is racist <laughs> in and of itself. Right. Whoever I'm imitating, I don't know. Right, but right, right. In the Mattiverse, yes. we have Thick Matt, the owner of a buffet of some kind. Yeah, a large man. <laughs> uh, say a large milf. Mouth. Oh, but <laughs> oh, but I am. I am a large milf. I am a large mom. I like to fuck. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, yeah, welcome to a classic Monday record. We uh, took Labor Day off and then uh, unfortunately oh. took the previous Monday off, un- unbewanting of us, uh, because Steve's ex-roommate, uh, who is an anti, uh, 
I don't know if he's ever got other vaccinations that he wasn't forced to as a child, but he's anti-vax for the COVID vaccine. Which I think he finally has to get it now. Right. For his work, right? I think think there's one of the threads I'm in with him. I think he said he finally has to get it. The mandates are happening. Yes. Uh, You will not be having many mandates with him, though, anymore. No. Those are out the window, my friend. Do you think he will start listening to the show... Just to feel connected, right? Maybe, maybe yes. to to you know, pick up where he's missing out on right. warping on the couch, just right. mumbling, blasting four different forms of yeah. entertainment that are at an audible level. Uh, and maybe his heart will come alive, and he will become an acoustic songstress uh, and write a song called "Ghosts." That's about how he's listening to us uh, on a <laughs> Twitch stream. And looking right. at the spot where we used to record, mm-hmm. but now we are not. Right. We are just a pile of fleas. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Steve literally disappeared into a pile of fleas. Yeah. Uh, left behind. That hit that uh, Ding Dong Bundy is now requesting, now that Steve has not lived there for weeks, yeah. is requesting that Steve come back and get rid of the fleas in the house. Right. Which that, haven't appeared until two weeks after I left. Right. <laughs> there have been no cats in the house since then exactly so, uh it's so, a strange logic that man right. has uh we'll get him a t-shirt and that just says i don't know how fleas work yeah i don't know how a lot of things work right. his logic is it's not logic yeah exactly it's just feelings right. so um but uh, yeah he caught covid and uh steve was literally like tell have me tell anyone because he didn't think it was a big deal Oh, but he didn't want you to... If it's not a big deal, then he shouldn't care who was told. No, 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 no. When I was going to come over here, I'm like, he's like, mm. what are you doing? I'm like, I'm calling Joey because right. we're going to go on a trip and yeah. I've been exposed to you. Relative- right. I mean, I was far enough away yeah. and not really... Because you're, a, you're day, a respectful, empathetic human being I'm not going to be like, friend. well, yeah, I went over to Joey's <laughs> recorder and then he right. later finds out that you had COVID, Matt. Right. And then is upset with me. You know, we would have, again, my wife and I are vaxxed, but we, we could have been a vector... To other dumb people who aren't vaxxed, or to people that can't be vaxxed, like small children and old people, right. or certain at-risk people that might have to be on the plane for whatever reason. So, right, just in case, just to be safe. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, because you know, Steve doesn't know any of the people. I mean, he has seen them briefly at my wedding, but yeah. I wouldn't yeah. expect him to know faces or anything. But uh, faces uh, are what I know. It's names I don't. Right. Uh, but he he was at least thinking of those people. Some of them elderly-ish, uh, like. Okay, well, probably all the people Matt Dick. I would have never seen on the airplane or your adventures <laughs> right. overseas. Yeah, probably. <laughs> you know, you know over all the seas that are, you went to. Right. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, the two hundred people that were on that full flight, not yeah. a single empty seat. The flight attendants, the cap, everyone, like, or even just you and Sarah, because right. maybe you guys do get COVID. Maybe we have a breakthrough case, down. right? So, and yeah, we probably would have been fine with a breakthrough case because we're vaccinated, right. but. Uh, we're a little vaccinated butts. No, but it's right. just he's just he's he and his family are a very insular thinking family. Yeah. Uh, you know that seems to have that seems to be a trend when you have a grandmother who owns a vacant lot that people squat on. Yeah, thirty acres. Yes, that your mom uh, goes on a two-hour drive to collect her Christmas decorations. Yeah, from well, just that to vacant take an lot. inventory of right. That's what, the, that's what they call vacation, baby. Yeah, that's a romantic a weekend a getaway. Container out in the desert yes. is a nice way to store things. Right. <laughs> and if you have more than some random boxes in your house, then you're a piece of shit. Right. Exactly. But you can keep a storage, you know, right. shipping container on the right. desert. To be fine. Do you think he will slowly turn into, maybe quickly, turn into John Hammond from Jurassic Park? 
and have a flea circus and learn how to train oh, them. Yeah. Oh, look at the fleas, mommy. No, look that would take fleas. an effort. He's just gonna he's gonna be a flea buffet and just let them eat his <laughs> eat COVID him, yeah, and then spread it. Around. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I am curious. Uh, yes. life after. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or afterlife. afterlife. <laughs> <laughs> After, after. Well, it simply be the afterlife for him. Because, right. uh, yeah, he, I don't know. It's, if you're listening, Matt, R.I.P. No. <laughs> uh, we want you to live and have a good life. And we've tried to give you that or offer you that. But you've always, always just been cynical <laughs> and refused. <laughs> to have that life. To yeah. know what a steak tastes like. That's right. over $30. Right. To go out with a beautiful African-American woman in Riverside ah, County. And just say it's not just a hooker. Right. <laughs> or a hooker. Right. Well, that's... <laughs> uh, no, yeah, not all um, hookups are with hookers, but right, all right. hookups, all hookers. hookers you have a hookup with. Exactly. Yeah. Because yeah. you're, by definition, not falling in love unless right, it's right, like right. a pretty woman situation and then yeah. whatever. But, um, but uh, yeah, so we're here on a Monday. Sorry for the missed. Is that a bathroom off your range? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> uh, we are we are yeah. in uh, Harry Potter room in yeah. my house. We uh, have a spare Studio room. Studio Dave Felch yeah. has moved locations <laughs> to a new land of Harry yes. Potter. Uh, and it's funny because we set up the cameras to show off none of the Harry, almost none of the Harry Potter things. Whatever Knight's uh, Bridge is. Yes. Um, and a cat and the pri- private drive? Private drive? Private drive. Because that's uh, where uh, the Dursleys live that have to take care of Harry Potter the first few books. Yes, of course. Um, but uh, who are muggles. They're non-magical folk, right, of course. Right. Uh, but uh, the cat is similar. It's from her grandma's house, but it's it's similar to... Uh, Professor Umbridge, who, who was a total bitch in the fifth movie, when you go into her office, she was like a cra- she was like a Nazi and also like a crazy cat lady. So she had you know all the pictures, of course, move are almost living right, right, in the right, Harry right. Potter verse. And so the, they would walk into her office and there'd be little kitten pictures meowing all the time mm-hmm. or hissing at them as if to reflect her own disdain right, for the students. Um, but uh, yeah, so yeah, we are recording here. Temporarily, but could be like midterm temporarily, depending yeah, on. I don't even know where it's going to probably be a while. <laughs> yeah. So, which is totally fine. Um, and uh, uh, yeah, Steve was nice enough to not assume I would drive oh, yeah, to no, his house because yeah. he moved a little further south. south. Yeah. I moved 20 um, minutes south of where I was, where I was already 20 minutes south of Joey. Right. So it's not like, hey, I'm moving. Come on and spend another 40 yeah. some minutes, depending on right. traffic. Which I appreciate. And, uh, we're hoping yeah. to, within the next year, move more southward, too, because you are right. just one of many people now that we know and our families are all right. slightly more southward. Yeah, like, we're, yeah. we're the most north. We're right up, you know, above the border of oh. L.A. County. So um, it's just that extra 15 to 20 minutes everywhere compared right, to everyone right, else right. is just kind of draining. Plus, you know, yeah. we want a yard. We have a yeah. nice, oh, house, yeah. beautiful I mean, house, but we have no yard. Exactly. So. Where we're at, yards galore. Because yes. we met one of our neighbors in their backyard, and mm-hmm. it's fucking giant. They had a pool, yeah. a whole giant center area for hanging out, plus then next to that, a big yard. Right. Or, like, grass area. Yeah. And, like, where we are, it's, like, very lush and, and, and thick and yeah. large. So I've been working outside, getting eaten up by the mosquitoes, but it's worth it. Well, yeah, that's you not, know, and yeah, that's everywhere. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> you brought them with you. You have like a big center water feature in your yeah, backyard. I haven't weird. been there I only, yet. I only have it like I wasn't invited. Like the you know, <laughs> uh, there's a waterfall that can you can turn on, and uh, then a bubbling kind of like water brook. pit. Oh, water no, pit, like a lagoon. Yeah. Okay, 
Uh, so I just we just run that fountain because it has to. Yeah. But then you can like turn on the extra water feature, but then it right. loses water like crazy because it's fucking splashing. Right. Right. And all that bullshit. Yeah. So yeah, water features really are never a lot. Water features in Southern California fountains and things like that. They of course they're beautiful, but. They do just evaporate and waste water for aesthetics. Right, at, you know? the, at the end of the day, yeah. <laughs> right. It sounds nice a little bit, yeah. and visually it's fine. Right. But. Maybe you can uh, jerry-rig an evaporation ceiling exactly. or, or yeah, like dome on top. Bag over it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you just hook that up to a straw, which yeah, yeah. maybe drips into a cup. I jerry-rigged it. And you, leave, yeah. and you leave the cup out for days at a time, getting stagnant, yeah. Yeah. with fleas more, and mosquito more, eggs yeah. in yeah. it. and then, well, the fleas uh, eat the mosquitoes. Right. So but then you're actually... Finally, understanding the miracle of birth as a man because you're just housing eggs of exactly. insects inside yeah, you. Thousands, if not yes. millions, at that point. Right. You're a colony. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm a super a, spreader. I'm a little colony yeah, hey, today. You know, it's good butter. Yeah. <laughs> it's a Morton's, not Morton salt, it's a Mulvin salt or whatever yeah. that stuff is. Louis Vuitton one. Yeah. Or, <laughs> Louis Vuitton salt. <laughs> Louis Vuitton salt. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, we're back on track now. Uh, lots of, lots of big news and stuff too. But if Steve's audio quality is a little weird, it's just because we, uh, there's still a couple things. We don't have our nice gaming chairs are still at, uh, the flea house, the, the, the flea market <laughs> right know. now. Uh, he doesn't have the little pop filter like yeah, thing I, I on the end like of his mic. The sound around and, and just, yeah, the, the armature itself <laughs> right. is like, not, yeah, his, his armature doesn't have the clamp that it can go on a table or something. But my wife had the great idea to stick it in like a box of clothes, yep. and then we clamped it to the side of that. It's ingenious. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, oh, she's an out genius for sure. Oh, yeah. uh, out of the genius closet. But, uh, uh, oh, God, I thought the clamp was right there. I was like, you fucking idiot. Anyway. Uh, but it's not the clamp. Oh, like you clicked no. and hit some. No, no. I was like, is that? I thought it was the clamp right oh, there. Oh, oh, oh. yeah. Because we were uh, scrambling to look for it. But, uh, yeah, so we're recording a little later. Joey's so small. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so basically Joey's at the end of the table far away. And I'm closer to the mic. So it looks like Joey's like a little midget man next to me. See, I can put my hand. Force perspective. There it is. There it is. Look, my hand's as big as Joey. Joey's a a small ling or whatever the fucking elfin. A a halfling. Yeah. Yeah, a hobbit. (laughs) I don't know why I was blanking on that. Which are halflings, as as the world of men calls them. Halflingers. Yes. Uh, (laughs) They're halflingers. They fling guys named Hal. The old slinger. Yeah. They're tiny, but if you're named Hal, they have super strength against you alone and can throw you. It's quite rough. Yes. Uh, surprisingly big business surrounded that because of the intense novelty and specificity of it. Yeah, yeah. The Halfling freak show that travels Correct. around. Um, which makes them nomadic, which makes them have no economy. Oh, God, yeah, we could yeah. go on and on about the Halflings and of Halflings the Halflings kind of a problematic word at this point. Right. <laughs> they do steal your money. Right. Okay. I do hear the phrase midget toss being thrown around a lot, well, but I, was I would assume gypsy. it would... I would... Yeah, true. I would assume that uh, it would have to be little people toss, but the fact right. that it's not really the name anymore. It's the fact that you're tossing them a physical for act. fun yeah, and merriment exactly. of normal size people. Right, right. I call it the freak pitch. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so we are here. We are. Uh, we both Strong, watched this episode basically. <laughs> we watched this episode twice. Yeah. Um, I think I paid for it. Well, you paid for it once, and then I paid for it yes. today. <laughs> Which we need to make sure right, right. we figure Somehow out. Somehow to log but, in. Yeah. But, um, uh, but yeah, we watched this episode twice. 
which was nice though. I watched it again. I took all the notes the last time, so I was already prepared. Yeah, but I just wanted to watch it to yeah, yeah. to refresh. Um, but uh, which was you know annoying because it was kind of a as usual lately kind of a yeah, shitty whatever. episode. Yeah. But that doesn't need to be Ancient Aliens. Uh, yeah, even like our the... even our boss said that at the recent happy hour for your engagement oh, uh, yeah, celebration. Yeah, yeah. He was yeah. like. He's like, I watched the show recently. The show doesn't really talk about ancient aliens anymore. It just right, talks right, about right. Sci- science shit and, facts and yeah. stuff like that. But which is true. But um, but yeah, we, we got some housekeeping to do as usual. Uh, make sure and if you like the show, support us over at patreon.com slash probing ancient aliens, where you get two exclusive podcasts every month for only five bucks a month or more. That five dollar tier gets you adventurous ghosts, which is our ghost adventures podcast. It's very similar to this show, but it's about the travel channels. Mega popular show, Ghost Adventures, starring Zach Bagans and the crew. Uh, and then uh, head over to, uh, or no, sorry. And then Probing Deeper, where we probe a few knuckles deeper into subjects related to, uh, or related to the people. Come on, babe. You can go right there. Yeah. You're off. We've got some Thank beer you. delivery happening here for Steve. It's been a long weekend. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's a, one of those elegant Oh, people. yes, of course. Um, but... Uh, 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 yeah. Uh, head over to blackholesupplycompany.com for probing ancient aliens merchandise like T-shirts and all sorts of fun stuff, uh, and disc golf discs and disc golf apparel with original art from our friends on it. Exclusive artwork, not sold or found anywhere else. Uh, we have night peak and lights. Is your closet door open? Are you coming out? I'm coming out. I'm. Ha- I've already made those jokes uh, before, uh, Mister Night Beacon. I'm halfway out of the closet tonight, so. I'm questioning my bisexuality tonight. Yeah, I, I'm going to purchase. I would like to buy that sexuality, my friend. I'm gay for pay, so you can buy my sexuality. Welcome to the cockshin. Yes, the cockshin house. Got a little foot job, job, And now, also as a side note, we have a. Well, you'll be able to see them. You'll be able to see them better when the cameras are fixed and stuff. But yeah. we got a dog house here now, as opposed oh, to yeah. the cat house. I do have cats in this house, but they're segregated right. to a large room. Well, mine was a cat house because Ding Dong and I were actually prostituting ourselves out. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Um, but uh, well, because your neighborhood, oddly enough, through some weird federal and state laws, is a part of the county outside of Henderson County or whatever exactly. it is in Vegas. So yeah, it's called the, <laughs> or the, Nevada. the trans pack um, right. <laughs> agreement that allowed yeah. a little bit of a dip in the wick into midway. Right. Only cross-dressing and trans um, encounters can be, you can have no straight encounters there, exactly. unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> and you're just the nipple has to be covered. Ariel right. is fine, exactly. but everything else has to be. Covered. Yeah. It's almost, it's, they took the Twitch rules. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, Twitch, no bear nipples. it off of them. So, because it's <laughs> been around, it's, particular been, it's situation. been in time since 1865. <laughs> right. Uh, and they really haven't changed it. Right. But that's why Midway City is getting ever so small. Mm-hmm. So, Oh, geez, way to dox ding-dong funding, yeah. huh? well, fuck. Because <laughs> I don't know if you ever said the name of where oh, you live. Oh, I lived. forgot. Sorry. Some fans have figured it out, though. Yeah, I'm sure. They, they, uh, they've gotten close. They thought we were in the trailer park. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Which is across the street. Oh, God, I did it again. Yeah. Uh, Which uh, has the picture of me in the Chucky head that yes. Joey posted and has a lot of likes. Yes, on the Google search result. Yeah, yeah, it had like yeah. a thousand and some views. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm petting my puppy Booker's butt right now because she's coming in and checking things out with all the new equipment in her room where her crate is. So, um, but uh, uh, we have some housekeeping in addition to the stuff I already did. 
which consists of a segment that we call Reaching for the Stars, where we ask you little pro astronauts out there to go on your favorite podcatcher and give us a five-star rating. Review us in the comments of that rating. I'm going to read it on the air and give you a shout-out, just like our friend Bobandi, maybe our best friend Bobandi. He gives us the most support financially and as a friend. Playing those cameos again today. Oh, yeah. We got to bring those back. I'll re-edit them because... Yeah, yeah. What's the announcer's guy's name? Richard, or no? Uh, oh, God. Uh, Clotworthy. Yeah. Robert Clotworthy. Robert Clotworthy. Like the second Bobby half Clots. of that that cameo from... Yes. Who's uh, our British friend? Oh, from uh, Charlie Smith. Smith. Yes. Yeah. Uh, he does like a full-blown intro where I'm like, we've always talked right, about right. it, but I'm like, shit, I totally forgot. It's like, I need to cut that. I know, that. I forgot about that. So straight up, like that could be just straight up yes. at least part of the intro that could be phase two of the show yeah yeah. (laughs) the intro right (laughs) season three right of probing (laughs) uh 3.0 uh but yeah bobandy gave us a five-star rating on apple Podcasts and wrote uh writing my review during a fever dream forgive me if i go astray i had some spare time so i went back in the archives to listen to some back episodes apparently i go way back and was quite the chatty boy. Because, <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, and it also. Was about a year without Twitch, and then we started yes. probably. Uh, Twitch.tv slash probing ancient aliens. Like, we have dozens upon thousands of people in our Twitch chat right now. We've got now. upwards of seven people currently nice. watching. Hey, that's all you want. You don't. Yeah, I mean, that's nice. Any more is bigger than a handful, as they say about tits. So, um, oh, revisiting the Keith stories was nice. I forgot about sharing the time we left him in the Everglades and his mother had the police searching for him. Ah. Thank you for all the good content and many others enjoy your little show. Or may many others enjoy your little show. Uh, As always, should I not make... Should I not make... I have made arrangements for my continued Patreon support. Oh, yeah. Oh, make it, I would assume. Uh, My continued Patreon support posthumously. So after he is passed away. Beautiful. Thank you, Bobandy. And then uh, Roscoe VZ... Uh, Dan and Oz, Apple Podcast Australia, uh, Australia Day. Remember those uh, videos about Australia Day, where it was like all the kooks and shit going crazy wow. on Australia Day. Yeah. Um, five out of five ancient astronaut theorists recommend five stars. Kudos, great podcast guys. Taps into a great part of pop culture and seriously educates without being serious. I like that. Seriously educates without being serious. Seriously, gnarly. <laughs> Uh, there's an example right there. You know, Australians are gnarly. I am just out here cooking shrimp. I saw a gator or something. Right. And Mr. Uh, Pal Hogan is super rad. So I'm over to BZ yeah. Market. Yeah. I'm Crocodile Fundy instead of Ding Dong Fundy. Right. <laughs> Ugh, I don't really want to wear that hat. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Personable, interesting, and seriously prolapses my knowledge of our supreme ancient alien supreme. buds. Thank you, Roscoe VC. Um, and, uh, yeah, Which that's... I have been watching the new American Horror Stories. Oh, the anthology okay. one. Well, now there's a new one. Mm. So, anyways, we'll get to that later. <laughs> um, Long story short, more bullshit. Right. But, uh, yeah, but the, the each episode is a, is a whole different thing. No, they're thing. done with that. Now they're on, like, an actual season. That, so was, that was fast. Like, that was, like, a weird... I think that was, like, an interim, like, hey, we're in COVID, oh, something, something. Like, I see. We can probably do these closed Small sets. Small casts of people. Right. Closed what? sets. That's, that's <laughs> tight sets. Hey, Miss Gaga. Sorry, we got to... Yeah. Don't mind the padlocks yeah. on the outside. This is just a, right. an average closed set. Yeah. Don't worry. Uh, you we, know I've won an Oscar, right? Duct taped <laughs> the whole window shut right. with... <laughs> 
the hefty bags from Casco. Yeah. yeah. These are the 50-pound-plus bags. <laughs> no one's getting through. Zero light. Zero yeah. UVs. Uh, so I, that's kind of what I think is like, because they're like, oh, we can do right. these one-off. Everyone's on the same space. Yeah, So yeah. I think they shot that. Right. And then when COVID stuff lifted, then they're like, cool, we can do like a normal. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Um... But uh, I mean, we can get to that now because we've already done everything. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna go to uh, Gmail where I get notified. <laughs> For Dublin's Lee was like, "Oh sure, Steve, whatever, Steve, go get married." Steve. <laughs> uh, Gmail tells me, no, Patreon tells me we have a new ten dollar tier patron in the form of Andy Goh Go Golf. Go it's golf. a G O U G H. However, that's yeah. like Disc enough because it could be Guff. Like right. the word enough. Like waiting for Guffman. Exactly. That's that's all I've been thinking about since I got this notification that he is our new $10 patron. So Andy, I don't know if he's in the chat, but he asks, how are you doing, Steve? How are you doing, Joey? And let's he's, he wants to start with you, Steve. Sure. Uh, I'm doing great. I'm doing okay. I'm, doing okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm better I mean, than okay. I've been saying that a lot. Uh, yeah, these past few weeks. And you've been saying that a lot. Exactly. That you've been saying it a lot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I keep reiterating yes. about how much I'm saying I'm doing okay because yes. I am doing okay. Yeah. And your fiance is very happy that you find it funny. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> she tells you a yeah. lot, I think, too. I'm glad you yeah. think that's good. Um, but I'm doing okay. Uh, <laughs> no, these past few weeks have been uh, a lot. Just see, a whirlwind. A whipping whirlwind. So I've moved into a new house mm-hmm. that we've all discussed. It's quite nice. Uh Joey and Sarah gave us an early wedding gift of the oh, lovely yes. litter robot mm-hmm. to help combat the cat piss that would infest my couch. Yes. Unlike fleas. Yes. Um, <laughs> and that couch has been long tossed away as we touch the gelatinous yeah. piss that was Now, maybe there. the piss was keeping the fleas, the oh, steady right. flow of piss oh, was yeah. keeping the fleas <laughs> away. Yeah, but that, <laughs> that ding field is gone. stench yeah. now is overpowering, oh, which yes. I just he can't get like enough. food and rot oh, all yeah. the time. Oh, yeah, that old Taco Bell. <laughs> yes. So, <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, Basically moved out until Ding Dong gets its final clearance next week. Right. And then I can go and... Because I wanted to clean the house and right. get the last few things there and then be a nice person. Like, cool, I'll vacuum and pick up trash. Yeah, whatever. yeah. You know, the general shit that happens when you're right. moving out somewhere. Um, so doing that. And then uh, it was my birthday. Thank you for the birthday wishes, everyone. Uh, and then I just had PowerCon. No one came to say hello from the show. I was a little disappointed. But uh, meaning that's me the... from this show? No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Joey didn't come out to yeah. PowerCon. I didn't fly back. Yeah. Or no, I guess that was just to, this weekend. PowerBottom Con. Yeah. Where was it again? Uh, uh, Anaheim? Anaheim Convention. Or no, at the Hilton next right, to the right. Convention. Yeah. So that's a He-Man Master Universe Convention. You saw that Paris was, there. Yeah, that's her, that's oddly her favorite Hilton. Yeah, it's it's pretty wild. She just loves hanging out at all the cons because there was Surge Con, which I think was like a bunch of nurses or something on Sunday, which was very weird. Surge Con. Yeah, so a wow. lot of Filipino people in jewelry hmm. were all over their hands, and they some of them were in scrubs. Okay, I think. Well, yeah, because not even not that it would be a joke, but heavy, heavy Filipino contingent of uh, people yeah. people become registered nurses. And I've heard some become doctors in the Philippines, and they can't get a doctor here, so they're just like, I'll just be a nurse. They have to redo the whole fucking doctor program And I think that kind of spiked the whole family. Then once they're here, they're like, we're nurses, and then it's just, I don't know. Maybe it's one of those things like, um, God, 
it's Cambodian people, at least in California, that all own the donut shops. Exactly, yes. Because it was just like, they all happen to yeah. do it. And then when the big migration happens, then it's like, oh, these people do it first. Then they know the system. They know they the ins and outs. They know the shit you have to yeah. do to They're make it the all. hiring people. Whatever. Yeah. Then they can, I'm sure people, well, well auntie and, and uncle live at, live. they work at this yeah. hospital. Right. So if you go through the program, they'll get you a job there or yeah. an internship Gita there or something works there too. Ate works right. there and all these things. Balut. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> the dead well, chicken fetus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a twenty-one gun balut, <laughs> just blasting yeah. out the fucking the fermented egg rotten, with the yeah, fetus of the chicken in chicken. there. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what the hell am I saying? So PowerCon, yeah, yeah. PowerCon was a bit of an intense show too because I was like getting shit ready. Prices change, all these things, right? So moving and then trying to get ready for that. Yeah. So we go Thursday night, set up for the show, mm-hmm. 7, probably 30, 45, probably 7.30. Now, who's we're, we? Uh, me, Wolf, and Mr. Rob. Got it. Uh, so Wolf from over there on Wall Street? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, he was doing a lot of cocaine yeah. and throwing cash And midget tossing like in that yeah, movie. Yeah, heavily wild. featured. <laughs> so he did cocaine out of some at Rob's butt. <laughs> um, anyway, so we're done. I'm like, Cool out of here early i'll come Mm -hmm. back tomorrow and like merch the booth and get everything set up Mm -hmm. in the afternoon van doesn't start wonderful wonderful way to start the evening or finish the evening so call triple a they're like cool we'll send someone out i or no sorry i was on hold forever oh yeah so finally go on their website order something like be there in 30 minutes yeah cool they call. They're like, "Yeah, we'll be right out there." So Robin Wolf are like, "Cool, we'll bounce." So it's like eight twenty, yeah, something like that. Ten and you're in go- like the parking structure or a lot of no, the no. Hotel. I'm in the loading dock. Oh god. Okay. So at least it's big and open. Yeah, yeah. So then they call. They're like, "Oh, your battery's broke." I'm like, "No, I put in the thing. I my car, my van won't start." Right. And they're like, "Oh, well, we don't. We're sending a small truck. Let's send a bigger truck." Boom. Yeah. All these things. Another 10, 15 minutes pass by. Hey. You have a sprinter van? Yeah. Oh, we can't tow that. We're going to cancel the order. Oh, God. Cancel the order. You have to call AAA. I'm like, well, I was on hold for literally 20 minutes right. and no one picked up. Fuck. Well, we'll call for you. Doesn't call. Ugh. So now 840-something rolls around. I get a hold of AAA. Call them. They're like, yep. They're like, well, we haven't seen it canceled. <laughs> yep. yep. Click. Uh, well, that's... so. Basically, that's because they're like, yeah, well, we don't say canceled, but we'll reschedule and find someone, right? Yeah. They'll, we they'll, don't say canceled around here, sir. Well, yeah. <laughs> Especially uh, for Mr. Louis C.K. So, yeah. So, now I'm an hour in Fuck. of just waiting. Yeah. And they're like, okay, cool. We'll, um, we'll get someone else out. We don't say canceled thing, but we'll get them out. They'll, right. they'll, you'll get a call shortly. Okay. Someone with a capable A capable truck. truck. I don't to, know. Right. Hopefully. In theory. Yeah. So... I'm sitting there. Wolf and I had looked online like what it could be, all these things. And I had a starter go out a long time ago. So I'm mm. like, I'm 90% sure it's a starter because Rob tried to, ju- we tried to jump it, wasn't yeah. jumping. So I'm under the van, hit, we try and hit the starter. We don't really have anything great because it's way the fuck back there. Okay. Because the trick is you tap it and all this stuff. So I have all this grease on my arm stuff. They're gone. Mm-hmm. Right. So this, I'm sitting there now waiting, just kind of yeah. looking down at my phone. Right. Some um, nurse lady comes up. No, actually a Latina lady. (laughs) uh, Is by the thing, 
parks her car. Okay. Because it's like part of a street. Yeah, yeah. So I'm at the, the street end where the, my van is. Okay. Sitting there looking down, and she comes up to me, gets out of her car, comes up to me. She's like, hello. I'm like, hey. Oh, no. She's like, you don't know me. And oh, I was like, God. okay. She's like, but. That is such a creepy if thing. You're, if you need to find help, here you go. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like Jesus Christ things. I was like, no, I'm doing okay. And she's like, oh, really? I was like, no, I don't need anything. She's like, even depression. I had a friend die from depression. I was like, no, it's fine. So she thought I was homeless. <laughs> just sitting there on the side of the thing. I figured that's where it was going. Because uh, <laughs> I'm like covered in like black grease. Uh-huh. I have like my backpack on because I'm yep. like, that's where my computer and stuff is. So I don't know what's going on. I'm yeah. on an iPhone. Right. Just fucking sitting there. Right there. <laughs> so I'm just like on the corner of the thing, like all pissed off because I'm like trying to like figure out how the fuck I'm going to get out of here. Right. Um, or get some hot soup tonight. Or yeah, yeah, get a nice warm place <laughs> right. to lay my head down that doesn't have a lot of fleas. Uh, so, <laughs> and she's like, "Are you sure you're okay?" I'm like, "I'm doing okay." <laughs> she's like, "Okay," and like leaves. And then so then come I, on, no, look at Vic Burger's Instagram. Come yeah, on, I'll show you the video. It's great. Yeah. It, it plays. It plays. Don't worry. I know Instagram. Yeah, I'm not yeah. a homeless. Yeah. <laughs> so then I like actively walk to the van and try and start it. So yeah. I'm like, hopefully she sees. Try I'm not, not to walk homeless. Fucking hobolo just <laughs> hanging out on the side. Now she thinks you're trying to break into a truck, yeah, to yeah, a van. Yeah. yeah, I'm trying to get into some trucker's van and you know, pull some Midway City rules right. here or something. Uh, so that was last. Um. So then, like. <laughs> Nine ten, nine fifteen <sighs> hits. No one's called me, so mm-hmm. I, I I got like a text from some, so I call the number, and it's like one of the tow trucks okay. I called because <laughs> one of like the three tow companies now. Yeah, and one because one of them's like, oh, I, we can do sprinters. I don't because everyone thinks they're like giant, and I'm like, well, mine's the short. It's the medium. Yeah, it's yeah. not that big. Trust me, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> um, so she's like. Well, okay, I've I've got a guy here. I'm like, yeah, AAA's like not getting back, blah blah. She's like, she was super like, yeah. when you're in these situations and someone's like, I'm gonna help you. I'm right. like, I'll give you all the money I yes. have. I will yes. do anything you want. Right. Um, so she's like, no, I got a guy here, yeah. Julio. We're gonna help you get back on your feet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You find Jesus Christ and beat that depression. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> That's what you should have shown the lady yeah, that yeah, gave you yeah, the card. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like, ugh, just all act all fucked up as I'm like bringing it and just watch, lady, lady, watch. Just go, just go. And I start yelling, just Jesus Christ. And the phone's just black. There's nothing playing. <laughs> like, no lock screen. <laughs> you don't know me. You don't know yeah, me. Yeah. I take my blade and just start cutting my. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god um, all for a laugh that no one else will have but me and the people i tell where are those scars from well it's a long story but it's really funny totally worth it <laughs> Um, oh, those actually look like scars that would come from busting out of the door in a mountain campsite <laughs> bathroom that was locked. Yeah, those look like altitude uh, restorations right. of your skin. So th- did you blast out of somewhere and then heal while you were there? <laughs> um, <laughs> so I finally got, she's like, no. She's like, I got a guy here. And she's she's like actively like dispatching or he's there or something. Okay. She's like talking to him, talking to me. Yeah. 
And she's like, he he's good with sprinters. He's towed him before. He's yeah. got his big truck here. She, <laughs> she's like, God. you need a fucking specialist for this. No, well, it get because it gets better, but then it gets. Oh. It's better. It ends well, but mm. I'm glad I did everything I did. So, yeah. she's like, he'll 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 be out there. I'm like, oh my god, thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm like, yeah. how long? She's like, twenty minutes. So like, he's literally there in twenty minutes. So okay. nine thirty rolls up. He's like, hey, how's it going? I'm like, good, good. He's like, blah blah blah. He's like. Okay, try it. And he's like, yeah, it's a starter. He's like, yeah. well, give me a second before we try and tow this thing. So he gets a long hammer, yeah. brings the like portable power jack to jump it. Yeah, so he yeah. hooks that up. He's like, okay, I'm going to hit the starter because yeah. that's the secret. Uh-huh. So I start doing that, and he literally taps it, starts right up. I'm like, okay. holy shit, I will suck your dick, man. <laughs> I will fucking do whatever. Right. Like, I was like, I am homeless. Yeah. <laughs> I This had... is not my van. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not homeless anymore. Do you want to crash at my pad with me? Um, no, I was like, dude, yeah. I've been here for After two, two hours, hours of that fucking shit, freaking out at the end the of a day like there. that where yeah. you had been... Working your work, work, doing right. the fucking ugh, God. load the van up, get yeah. there at night, doing manual labor, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Um, and through all this, I had called my old neighbor who works on stuff out of his mm-hmm. house because he was the one who's like, hit hit the starter if you can, and yeah. that's where we got the idea, too, right? Um, so I drive it to his place, drop it off. He's like, cool, I'll take care of it. Really, so, really quick. Kyle Hoomerkauser says, uh, "I'm glad I glad to see I made it before we got to the boring part of the show about aliens." <laughs> <laughs> um, so then I was like, "Sweet!" So I get an Uber home. On my way home, it's probably ten thirty. Oh no, ten forty-five. The Uber blasts through the lady that Blows tried to up, give you yeah. the fucking Jesus yeah, card. Exactly. <laughs> and then I cut my murder. Arms again. I was like, "Hey guys, this is from earlier. Right. It's a callback. It's a callback." <laughs> Um, I get a now call. it's a runner. <laughs> yeah. I get a call which I didn't see in a voicemail. And the voicemail. Oh no! Let me see if I can play this. Oh no! This is at ten ten forty five at night. Okay. When you saw the voicemail, or when it was delivered to your no, voicemail when it was inbox? delivered to me. Okay. So you were driving in your Uber. You didn't see that the phone, or at right. some point. Yeah, didn't see a ring. This is a voicemail. Yeah. AAA's been slipping, I feel so, like. Because they deal with local towers and right. stuff. But it's like, that was at 1020. Right. I made that call to them at 840. Right. I would have been sitting there for almost two yeah. hours. And for them to tell me they canceled right. my fucking call. That's, that's usually... I was so pissed. That's you, like, you're, you're in one of the largest metropolitan areas in the country. Usually you hear shit like that when people break down in the middle of nowhere. And the nearest tow, tow you know, truck fucking business or whatever... 
is like 90 miles away and yeah. you have to wait for the two calls ahead of you, which they're driving 40 miles. For, you know, it's like usually you hear about it like that. Not when there's a literally if you looked on Google Maps, there yeah. would have been probably 70 auto shops within 10 but, miles but of you or something, you know, because like, like, oh, and I've had this in the past because I used to do shows in the Sprinter and stuff. And there's been, you know, a handful of times I've you been put on little shows in the Sprinter. I've been at the side of the road, <laughs> you know, I, I gave some golf sex, yeah. um, some little people talk, but they're like, yeah, we can't tour. We can't. We're, I'm like, it's the fucking short one. It's right. The fuck, you know, yeah, they just hear Sprinter and yeah, shit yeah. their pants. So anyways, I'm glad I kept calling because right. that was like literally right when I got home, yeah. I got that message. It's fucking ridiculous. And I was like, Jesus <laughs> right. Jesus <laughs> God. Anyway, so that was that. And then did the show. I think he kept my car. <laughs> <laughs> he wants a Jesus. No, I, I told her to fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> Real talk. Yeah, I told yeah. her to fuck off. <laughs> um, <laughs> I need some and I call my dick off. Yeah, okay. Exactly. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> You're right. I am homeless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. You got any fucking sandwiches yeah. in your purse there, man? <laughs> right. Could you spare some change, right. lady? Uh, so, anyways, yeah. PowerCon was super fun. Yep. And then my guy was like, oh, I'll have your, your van ready. Sun-. He's like, I'll do my best to get ready. Sunday. Yeah, yeah. So, I text him Sunday. He's like, I can't get the park till Monday. Oh. So then I might have to unload all your shit. No, no, that was Saturday. Saturday I said that. He said that because I was like, how's it looking? He's like, oh, fuck. I can't find the part. I'll get it Monday. It's like, shit. And then. Because you have to break your booth down, get all your stuff. Get the stuff out of there. Um, And then I was like, is it starting since it technically started all this stuff? So he's like, yeah, I'll get it. We can get it started. Yeah. I'm like, cool. I'll get it started and just go. I'll drive my car, go to your house, pick up the van, drive back, load it up. Keep the whole thing running. Yep. Don't turn it off. Go back. And that's what we did. So. Right. Did that last night and then went home. So. <laughs> Related uh, conversation. Ding dong. Texted us both. When do you guys think you'll feel comfortable to play around? There you go. <laughs> of disc golf. <laughs> after, say after the 20th uh-huh. when you're cleared. No, I'm just muting my phone because it's oh, uh, yeah. still on. But uh, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Um. <laughs> Anyway, so that was my long weekend, which yeah. was like it was very fun because I love that show and yeah. it's it's I enjoy selling, doing conventions. Cause right, it's another because that's in the your mix. first convention in since the pandemic. Since yeah, two years. Wow. Um. So it was a little rusty at first. Of like, oh shit, I gotta do this. Blah blah yeah. blah. But um, yeah, no, that was very fun, very tiring. And then um, in all of this, I will no longer be working with Joseph. Yeah. So I've taken a new role elsewhere. So. Mm-hmm. I don't think they want me to tell yet, but it's <laughs> <laughs> fine. No, I'm just goofing. Yeah, um, yeah. Anyway, so I will be departing in a couple weeks. Yeah. Obviously, we we stayed in touch in the past, <laughs> but um, no. Uh, yeah. Obviously, we're we're friends. So yeah. um, <laughs> I love that you're clarifying. <laughs> I'm quitting the we're same comp- the same massive company. Most people don't ever talk after that, even yeah, though they've known yeah, each other yeah, for yeah, you know exactly. 13 well, years. No, there are those people who do that. Yeah, yeah. You know, where, you know, <laughs> I think people know we're no, not I just know, coworkers. I know, I know, I know. I know. <laughs> it's just one of those things. I don't. Yeah. Anyway, no, because so. I because I was when we started this show, I was not working yeah, exactly. with Steve yet yeah, again yeah. too. So uh, it's also very rare that <laughs> friends keep. Yeah. What have we worked together three different places now? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> And uh, maybe four, you never know, because yeah, they're looking maybe. to build and grow. So. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah. Big big partnership with FuckingMachines.com, yeah. the new yeah, place, yeah. which is really exciting. Exactly. A lot of reciprocator sauce. Right. <laughs> yes. That's really the only... I mean, maybe there's drills, but I've only ever seen the reciprocator saw. <laughs> I feel You know like what I mean? Like not much you else. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, you definitely don't want, like, uh, a circular saw. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you wouldn't want to cut a fucking woman in half. <laughs> you know, a wet saw. <laughs> It's a tile saw. It yeah. won't hurt as bad. Yeah, yeah. Because we my... just shove water on <laughs> while we're cutting you in half, you bitch. It's wild. I've become like angry John yeah, Goodman or something like that. <laughs> Eat your loose meat sandwich, you dumb fuck. Uh, anyway, so yeah, a lot have been happening. I was going to say, I like my bitches Tanner. Yeah, yeah what are you now? Freddie Freddy Goodman? <laughs> yeah, Freddie Ruger, yeah. <laughs> uh, DJ. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm DJ. <laughs> Such a good DJ impression. Classic. Uh, <laughs> I have a bowl cut. <laughs> oh, Eddie Ball says she sounds kind of hot. I'm assuming she means he means the. Oh, sounds like you. Wait, sounds like you. They sell a lot of. So a lot two strip clubs. Okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fucking machines. I get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, anyway, so maybe yeah, the, the chick that's hot is the bitch I was going to cut in half with. Well, the no, he was saying saw. the the AAA lady. Got it. Okay. Oh, um, from the voice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll cut her in half too. Yeah. Uh, anyways, yeah. So a lot of moving and shaking in my world in the past. A lot weeks. of change in your life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which yeah. the hobolos love change. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, that uh, might be callback of the year right there. there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so that's what's been going on with me. So, how yeah. about you, Joe? You, uh, you're doing some wicked dicking. I feel like a lot, or but it really, not too much. Like, we, uh, obviously, with all the, the shows getting canceled up, and then we just, t- we took Labor Day off. I was out of the state, uh, and I was like, do I want to, like, figure out how to post a Patreon from my phone on yeah, SoundCloud? Yeah, no, and I, I was figured, like, yeah. So thanks everyone for understanding. I think hey, that my day was my birthday, so there you go. Right. Fuck off, everyone. Also, real quick, what did you do for your birthday? Because I was out um, of town for. Well, it. we went to Palm Springs for a couple of days before. Oh, cool right, parties right. and nice dinners, yeah. and then on my physical birthday, went to the beach. Okay. And then I I literally came home and I had to get ready for PowerCon, so I just spent oh, a lot of right. the day kind of relaxing, just sorting and getting stuff ready. Yeah. And then just went out to dinner, so very mellow. Nice. But the weekend overall was kind of yeah, the yeah. celebration because you kind of spread out your. Parents like your mom taking you to dinner at uh, Walt's Wharf usually. Yeah. Walt's Wharf, yes. <laughs> uh, doxing, doxing. Um, no docking, yeah, docking, yeah, yeah. dry docking. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know what we'll do because yeah, my mom's still very cautious with things, yeah, yeah. especially with all the variants and crap running around. Yeah. So we'll we'll see what happens with all that. Yeah. But anyways. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Sarah and I went out to Atlanta for a couple days. Her cousin, one of her cousins on her dad's side. Uh, was getting married. Uh, it was fine. It was, you know, like we we wandered the streets of Atlanta late at night, which, you know, meeting 9 p.m. The Uber driver told us, because my wife specifically asked, hey, would it be safe if we, like, walked around the area of the hotel? And we were staying downtown, which is not the area where everyone, where there's cool bars and restaurants or whatever. It's, like, the Civic Center. So, like, uh, but still, there was stuff, right? And we were like, oh, let's get some food that's Do only something. Atlanta. Yeah. So we asked the Uber driver where to eat. 
there was like a top 28 list of things you have to eat in Atlanta before yeah. you die. Sabaro. Yeah. <laughs> we went to Sabaro, went to Wiener Schnitzel. No, but. Uh, do they have Wiener Schnitzel? No, they do not. They have uh, the Varsity, which, which is I like did a go mix. I Wiener Schnitzel recently. Oh. It was good. The Varsity. <laughs> Is a chain out there, and it's a I've mix. Heard of that. It's a mix. Oh, yeah. It's a, it's a, spot, it's a mix right? of Tommy Burger and Wiener Schnitzel, okay. basically. Yeah. So I feel like I've seen that just on like Food Network or something. Yeah. Like, oh, go to the varsity. Because literally, you're gonna get a hot dog at the varsity. It was totally forgettable Fine. and just okay. Uh, the best thing I liked there was um, the the fries were solid. But I was gonna was, say fries. They had a seasonal like... sweet potato pie pocket, like kind of McDonald's style one, which was very good. Um, but anyway, we uh, we went to an awesome wing place. Um, called JR Crickets. Okay. And it, which is a chain out there as well. The Google's the Google result that I looked up was this big oh, restaurant. I, was on the Google. <laughs> I went to Google.com. Uh it had Sorry, it had the, huh? of our dumb the dumb meme accounts we follow. Yeah, yeah. There's one where it was the um Adam Sandler from Uncut Gems. Yeah. He's like, oh my God, I'm gonna fucking do it. And like there was one running around for like two or three days, like Oh my god! I'm gonna fucking log on to Instagram.com. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so stupid. Instagram.com. I kept dying, and I still think of that. And it was just, yeah. I was like, oh my god! I'm I feel like fucking log- the Instagram.com was like last forward. week's like meme yeah, like yeah, theme du jour or yeah, something. Anyway, but sorry, do we? Uh, no, it's fine. We so it's like, oh cool, this place has beer. It's got wings, got whatever. And the and the Uber driver who was born and raised in Atlanta said it was awesome, like best wings in the city. They were delicious, but fried the, or baked. Uh, they felt like, baked. Okay. Yeah, so they, not crispy. They're a little more gelatinous. No, no they or? were crispy, okay. I guess. Because I like the crispy because they're, but that's the fry and then the extra fry and all They kind of did like a dry, a dry rub, but then they poured the sauce on underneath. So like in the little box you got, you could have as much or a little sauce as you want. So okay. they were tossed in it a little bit, but not, they weren't sopping wet. They were, yeah, they were, yeah. deli- they were awesome. Some of the best wings I've had. Oh, wow. But the, but the location we went to, uh, was... Probably one of those things where from our hotel it was like 0.2 miles closer than the other one. So I, even though I looked up the reviews on the one that was a sit down place with beer and whatever and pool tables, uh, whatever, this was like a takeout spot. <laughs> and so we were there. A window. There, there were, we walk, it was like a 10 minute walk from our hotel. There were hobolos everywhere. Very, very active, talkative hobolos that corner you and ask you the same question. Very, like, very sketchy part of town. Wouldn't do it again. Uh, but, uh, the wedding was nice enough. We, uh, the church Pretty bone in says Edward balls. Oh, of course. I do well, not do boneless wings. I, well, hopefully he's meaning bone in, but I also thinking wieners. Oh, of course. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Bone in vagina. Um, but, uh, but the, yeah, we did boneless the... wings are just chicken strips. Exactly. And they're usually too saucy and not enough yeah. actual flavor. Hey. Uh, but, uh, no, the, the highlight of the trip was. The of the Atlanta por- portion of the trip was the Atlanta Aquarium, which is there's only one bigger aquatic tank in the world, and it's in like Taiwan or Hong Kong right. or something. But this place was the best aquarium I've ever been to. When the way they walked you around shit, because uh, it would have zones where it's like the Arctic animal, like cold water animals, and then Pacific tropical animals and all that kind of stuff. They had like they had fucking music swelling at the right time they had like mm. if you were walking in the place where eels and stuff it was all this like creepy it was yeah. like they had whale sharks there yeah, huge say, manta that's rays like, like the only aquarium with whale sharks yes that's because they were going to get sold for food as babies and as babies they were like 20 feet long right now right. they're like 90 feet long or something yeah, but something uh, bad, yeah. but yeah that that 
aquarium was fucking awesome. Like it was, it was, and it was only like, well, it seemed expensive when we went in because we're used to SeaWorld out here in San Diego, which is kind of shitty. Uh, but is it was it like, like thirty four bucks oh, or that's something not bad. like that. That's not bad. Yeah, SeaWorld and like eighty five. But and now even Long Beach Aquarium's like fifty. I right, think. and so now when we left, I was like. I would have paid four times that amount for yeah, what we yeah, saw, yeah. but uh, that was super cool. But yeah, then we went to uh, the whole like other two thirds of the trip was going to North Carolina, which was only four hour drive from Atlanta because her mom's side of the family, mom's brother, wife, and then his daughter, so her other cousin and and her family, yeah. all they live don't marry in each other. They're like correct. from here, so it's fine. Yes, yeah, they they were they they all grew up in Orange County and stuff, and then moved out there about six seven years ago. I want to say yeah. twenty fourteen. Uh, and they're in the Charlotte area of North Carolina. So we've been out there. I've been out there once before. My wife's been out there a couple cool times. Webs? We, I oh, I walked because I played a lot of disc golf out there. Same so uh, I played Mulberry Park on the way out of Georgia, which was one of the highest rated courses in Georgia. It was about forty minutes outside of Atlanta. It was on the eighty-five, which is what takes you right up to Charlotte. Uh, the whole way. Uh, it is. The it's all of the courses basically. One of them was 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 the Hornet's Nest, which was in Charlotte, yeah. which is one of the Pro Tour courses, right, 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 um, or World Tour, whatever the fuck it is. But uh, that's coming up in a couple weeks. The coverage there. But um, oh, Howling Owl. Lobo or Howling Lobo. Hobo? Sorry, uh, Lobo. That's why I said God. Howling Wolf. But yeah, um, sorry, Howling Lobo. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's it's a nice area, um, and uh, it's beautiful. The greenery there is, you know, it's it's the South, but it's not like. Florida, you right, know. right, right, right. Um, sorry, Bo Bandy, you know, but uh, no, it's it's pretty wet still. But it no, wasn't I mean, like not it's not a like swamp, swamp. Yeah. yeah. But um, is there hills at all too, or no? There's a little bit, but it's pretty flat. Okay. Um, there now, when you go to like the Asheville region, that's more mountainous. You get to okay. like the kind of outskirts of the Appalachian Mountains and things like that, or the Smoky Mountain, I don't know, something like right, that. Right, but right. it's really pretty because we went out there the first time. I went out there. We went to the Biltmore Estate, right. which is a very common tourist spot. And Asheville is the city that it's in, and Asheville is a very cool Portlandy kind of town. Okay, um, yeah, lots of craft breweries and is this North cool Carolina. Ref- yes, yeah, because I feel like when I I used to have to go out there mm-hmm. to yes. Greensboro. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Greensboro is only like forty minutes outside of Charlotte or something. Nothing to do in Greensboro, but yeah. the, the Pig Pounder was the brewery. I oh, got. that's like, right. We oh, got and this Asian guy, which is always weird. Yes, Asian guy, but full blown Southern, Southern accent. accent. Yeah. Oh man, you gotta go to Rally. Like oh yeah, fuck, to I just Raleigh, screwed yeah, up yeah. my accent. There. Yeah, I'm sorry, but um, <laughs> kept talking about um, that. And then where were you just saying? Uh, Asheville. Asheville. Yeah, yeah. Those two. Yeah, Asheville was super cool. Raleigh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so it was super nice. Uh, that side of the family's nice. We met there. You know, had fun with their kids. <laughs> yeah. uh, met some of her cousin's husband's family, who was also <laughs> out there for his birthday, uh, and. Uh, uh, yeah, so we were there for a few few days. So stayed with the uncle like we overnight a couple nights. Grip, since we didn't get it. No, off so uh, yeah, because yeah, you were gonna bring the mini grip bag, but yeah. I ended up uh, just bringing the Innova square box or, or bo- the boxy bag yeah. that I gave to my stepdad for a bit, and uh, he brought it over from because we were doing martial arts before yeah, we left, yeah, so he just go. brought it over. Yeah. So uh, it's. I was feeling it where I'm just like, God, I miss that fucking grip bag. Like yeah, the water bottles fucking falling out of this thing all the time. Like that grip bag is so worth yeah, yeah, every the price. Penny. But because um, I use it every day, five times a yeah. day. Yeah, uh, I love the grip. I'm gonna probably stay with grip, but pounds the next le- the next flex. Right, right. Those were like four. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, no. The the I went to like Bailey Road Park. Like there's a course every three to five miles out there. So I went to like. 
I did a solo mish the first morning after we got there. Mm-hmm. So I got up, went to Bailey Road Park Course, and then I went to uh, Robinson's Park Course. I actually flipped those. I did Robinson's Park first. Both of those were the courses that were played for the Amateur Worlds 2018 tournament. One of them was a beginner course where the kid, like the younger kids, played, which was the mm-hmm. Bailey Road Park. They were you all like a lot to play that. Um, I let's just say I put on dark sunglasses, yeah, a fedora, and a trench coat, a sombrero, and nobody was mustache. the wiser that I was yeah. a convicted pedophile. Right. So, um, well, but, that's uh, always my favorite joke is. Oh, hey, kids, I'm not a convicted yeah. pedophile. <laughs> Funny, huh? Get it? Uh, to, I'm going to cut you in half with right, circulars. Right. <laughs> <laughs> to one be like, oh, yeah, for Halloween, they're going that, you know, someone. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they're yeah. going as a registered sex <laughs> right. offender. And they're like, oh, that's what are you doing? I'm like, well, no, normally they're not registered. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that Robinson's Park was. And all the reviews were like insanely difficult course, brutal course. If you are, you know, do not go, do not go alone because right. you need a spotter on some holes, which it wasn't that bad actually. Um, do not forward. I did lose one disc, which was my cloud breaker too. Could not find it, whatever. But also, I was like, I have th- four other discs that are this disc, so it's fine. Um, some guy did message the Puttfuckers account two days after we got home and was like, Hey, I got your disc on hole 15 right now, but hole 15 was... breaker? Yeah, hole 15 was not where I lost it, though, because he was in North Carolina. That's what I'm saying. So someone... Someone had it, and I'm like, well, I'm 2,500 miles away now, so it's fine. It's um, yours, buddy. Thank yeah. you, though, for being a good Samaritan. Yeah, um, but uh, because also some of the rough there, you don't want to walk in because of the the, the Charlotte's webs that are out yeah. there, the hornet's nests that are everywhere, the, the yellow jacket nests that are everywhere. So like, and because it's so wooded and it's it's beautiful, like it's so large, it's cool to play in a forest, even when it's hot in the sun. When you're in these forests, it's twenty degrees cooler. Right, right. So it's like it's way just, it's pleasant being in there. Uh, you have to aim perfectly every single throw because you are punished constantly. So the first course at Mulberry Park was cool because it was so manicured. Once I got into the rhythm, I was actually parring and even birding a couple holes. Yeah. Because the first like five holes, it was just thuck thuck thuck, just well, yeah, hitting just fucking trees every like, second. I had a new place, new course, yes. new everything. Yeah. And I hadn't played uh, disc golf in days at that point, and so I was you know getting the rust off, shaking the rust off. And then, uh, but yeah, the the other courses were super cool. That the Bailey Road Park was uh, like everything was like there was one or two holes that were like three hundred feet, but everything was like two fifty or less. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was super fun because hyper technical. But if you have your mid ranges and stuff like that pretty dialed in, yeah, I was birding a good amount of holes, which is you know a little little confidence builder. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, lots of families there, no trash people at all. That I when I was there, but I was also playing during the week, which was nice because right, nobody right. was and there during the day. Exactly. So, um, but people were super friendly. Uh, some guy on hole seventeen at the Bailey Road course when I was finishing it out, he's like he comes over, some like college age dude, super cute. Uh, <laughs> now it comes over with like an Ohio State like shirt on or whatever and like he has this little tiny tree or bush that he seems to be cultivating and he has four bricks around it and I'm like I'm like because I was waiting for the party in front of me to finish playing hole 17 and I was like oh do you because he, he had a, a piss jug full of water so I was yeah. like oh do you because <laughs> it was just a classic yeah. gallon fucking yeah, yeah, milk jug thing man. uh and he's watering this thing. He's like moving these little bricks he has around it. And it's like just off to the right of the tee pad. And I'm like, oh, or do you work for the park? Are you doing maintenance? Did somebody rip a trip? Whatever. He's like, I like literally had to stop myself from crying because he goes, oh, no. 
He's like, um, I buried my dog here. We used to play here at this course all the time, and mm. the park said I could because I was here. Like, and I was like, holy! And so he, and he, so he doesn't even live in Charlotte anymore. When he visits his family from, because he's going to college in Ohio now, he goes every time I come back, I come back and water the fucking plant and take care. Of it. And I'm like, because he's like, yeah, she was a beagle. She used to chase beavers and raccoons when this place was less cultivated. The park right, was more right, rugged right, or right, something. Right. I was like, oh my God, I told my wife and then she told her aunt they both cried and they didn't even, they weren't even there. But uh, anyway, but yeah, people were, were very friendly and stuff. There was no, like I said, trash people. I didn't have to wait for almost anything, which was nice. Um, and then that hornet's nest, uh, cousin's husband, uh, he used to play a long time ago and he was like, it was crazy because when he shook his rust off, rust, rust off which was <laughs> uh, like five years of not playing at all, right. which also I'm like, he played when he moved there. So he played for a couple years and it's like, but then they're, they're kind of the couple that like, they moved there just to be in their house and not go anywhere. And I'm like, right. but you're in a new, uh, like, you know, but there's literally 50 courses within an hour right, there. Right. So all primo, but he's like, I should play more. I'm like, yeah, you fuck you know, whatever you have right. kids, take them to play. So, right. uh, but yeah, we went to the Hornet's nest. We, I strategically planned it to not be Monday morning because it would have been labor day. And right. We, right. we met a dude there on Tuesday that played the last few holes with us. Also much less of a weird, there were still some stoners and stuff at that course, but it was yeah. very dead. We got there at like seven or, or eight or something, but that course was like more fun in a way because it was almost it was more fair than the other courses where it wasn't just like let's just put these fucking trees here too to fuck with them like like because right, right. a lot of the gaps at the other course that amateur world's course that it was like literally like five to six foot gaps you had to hit that were a hundred feet out on most holes and right, so right. um but then when you hit them it was super satisfying but like still yeah. so but the hornet's nest is like they have literally, it was like, wow, this is a disc golf course like I've never seen where it's like every hole has three tee pads and like two basket positions. Right. So they have the golds and the this and the black Kinda and like whatever. A mountain pride. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But more, more options. Um, and, uh, and it's just, it was like a Disneyland between compared to courses out here. It was right, like right, a right. Disneyland of disc golf. Yeah. The only big problem was like it was, it spread out so much. It is insane. Like, because all the reviews are like, excellent course, but if you don't know where you're going, you're look fine. at UDIS, because even, but even UDIS is, you literally walk for five minutes across the park to like from hole one to hole two. Right, right. Then right, right. back by hole one for, it's like the first like seven holes are like it's a just nightmare. Not laid out logically. Exactly. We at also, least here, the smaller exactly. courses lend themselves like, oh, there's one to right. two, two to three. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, you can usually see the next T pad from yeah. the, the basket. Right, so, right. uh, but yeah, played there um, and uh, was very proud of just parring some of those holes because we were we were like, let's just play the long positions. And then like the last five, we were like, we were it was like three hours in because it was like hitting a tree, going and look for it, whatever. And he's like a sidearm only player. He'll do approaches with his backhand and stuff. But once by the last few holes, he like got his form back, and I, I was like, yeah, your palm up and like all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and then this guy showed up uh, who plays there like three times a week. I think he was a transplant too. He had like a, a hey. Connecticut or New York kind of accent, but uh, hey, he uh, Jared from uh, <laughs> Buffalo. Yeah. He showed us the two bonus holes, which were like the old hole sevens and eights, right. and they changed for the pro tour. Uh, it was fun though because I got to be right in the spot where Paul Macbeth tacoed his fucking Luna, oh, yeah, yeah. where that weird community center building is, where that basket was, right. and where Eagle was like eight putting or whatever that yeah, yeah. <laughs> time. But uh, I actually parred that hole, but it was not the pro T-Pad. I'm sure. Yeah. To, be, to be fair. Yeah. But um, the 
the biggest disappointment slash kind of relief was that we could not play the island hole over the water. Right, right. There was no basket, and they have a big sign saying, do not play this hole. Uh, Is it like pro tour only? I, I guess so, or maybe in tournaments they do it. I don't know. Well, but I'm, Yeah, it's um, not an everyday. It wasn't closed for restoration or something. No, like they were just like, T-pad is currently closed on this, or this position is currently closed. So they have an alternate hole, too, right, that right. is along. You can still, right on the edge of the water, have a tree kick it right in there, but it's it's out into the, the yeah. woods again. So uh, super cool experience to play out there and just have that level of access to disc golf courses that are not sharing park space some of them were on parks but they weren't sharing park space with non-disc golf players right, right. which was and nice. one you're there's just a less dense population so exactly you, every park is just not going to have right. a gajillion dickheads yeah running now he the dude that that lives out there that was playing with us uh very gently he uh he did say he's like oh no yesterday there was there was like 20 minute waits on every tea patty or so it was like everyone on labor day went to that course right, though because right, that right, is right, like right. The, the big course, yeah. right? So, um, but it's fun because in a couple of weeks we'll see it on Joma's Pro and all that shit. Right, so, right, right. Um, but uh, yeah, other than that, nothing crazy. We came back. I had a few, I took a few more days off afterwards, yeah. which I always like doing after traveling to like recharge and yeah. everything. Came to our engagement party. Thank you. Yes. Like, right yeah. off the bat. I, I like, didn't think you guys would come or you would come. I mean, took a nap, uh, came home, took a nap. Didn't set an alarm because I never really take long naps. I never even really take naps, and only after traveling. Party. Yes, exactly. Yeah, co-workers through the engagement party. Yeah. Uh, now ex-co-workers. But, um, Soon to be. Yes. Uh, but uh, no, I was, I, was, I was glad I went. Because, I mean, the nap actually did its job. Because usually I feel shittier sometimes after naps. Um, but uh, I must have came up through a good sleep cycle finisher or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah, it was fun. But um, other than that, we have... The ultimate guide to UFOs to talk about. There you go. Do is you it need a break at all? Is it the ultimate? Uh, I'm gonna get more water. Okay. Yeah. So we'll pass. take a quick booger. Booger. Sir Tubbingsley edited their pledge on Patreon. I don't know if it's more or less. I think it's more. But thank you for doing that while we recorded. Oh wow. Yeah. Um. Hey, any movement on Patreon's good. <laughs> I still got an order of opening. Sure. Yes. Oh yes. Shit, so. Yeah. We have to. Yeah. Well, I'll have some time coming up. I get a little Exactly. Break. And hopefully your new job is not as unpredictable and intensely stressful. <laughs> well, yeah, it's a new thing and yeah. going to be a thing for a while. But yeah. again, we'll have some support and some other people. So. Hopefully it's easier. It's it sh- A new job should always be easier just... for a while, right? Like as you right. ease in and stuff. And yeah. like you might be mentally tired because everything's new. pace. Exactly. Helps. <laughs> There's always the chance that... Uh, that you don't, you at least don't discover the insanity of your leadership for a while, right? Right, right, right. And you're in like a honeymoon state yeah, for yeah. a while. Which hopefully there is no insanity. Right, but exactly, yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, Ideal yeah. state. So. Um, but yeah, so uh, we're, we're talking about the ultimate guide to UFOs. This episode, I was trying to like narrow down what the theme of pretty much all of Ancient Aliens is, and especially these last few seasons. It's just presumption they presume to know they now are so confident right. the ancient, ancient astronaut theorists the asian astronaut theorists right, right, uh, right. as exports i just don't believe we went to we've gone to space i'm a japanese american yeah. born and bred oh. here so i'm not doing a racist accent okay yes um well they don't call me george to straight oh. uh oh 
it says and a money grab. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's the whole season. Yes. Um, oh, yes, exactly. But uh, grab those sponsor dollars. Yep. The partnerships and yeah, the cross promotion yeah. for the Skywalker Skywalker Ranch, Skinwalker Ranch. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they are presuming to know now in this episode the function of all the different types of crafts. Right. Part of me, I mean, I was not hopeful, but part of me was like, oh. Maybe they'll talk about what I would think would be interesting, which is why are the reported designs and shapes of the crafts changing as each decade or generation goes by? Like all the crafts in the 40s and 50s and 60s were sci-fi movie style, no detail, totally smooth saucer shape with a bubble center, usually craft, tripod landing gear, humanoid guys in silver overalls. Like why is that different than the Greys and X-Files shit and Whitley Strieber's communion, all that. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And reptilians and all this kind of stuff. Like, why why the change, uh, unless you're trying to make the argument that, oh, just, you know, different aliens are arriving at different times on Earth or something, you know? So. Lobo said, my, uh, those alien dollars, my banana-loving chumps. Oh. <laughs> uh, but, yes, but this episode did not talk about that. It just, it was just a... Not even what I would have liked would have been more of a UFO evidence heavy episode. Right. But it was actually just a fucking CG, a shitty CG fest episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like there's not, I mean, there's talking points we'll get through this episode, but it's kind of a breeze because, like, oh, there's this ship, there's that right. ship, there's the the Y ship. Right. The what a triangle. Wheels within this. wheels, boy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what, right. what do triangle ships do compared to disc shaped dis- yeah, uh, yeah. ships compared to. That's kind of it, is yeah, discs yeah, and triangles, yeah. I guess they talk about. Oh, and cigars. Um, oh, and the cigar ones, that's right, yeah. yeah. The Monica Lewinsky ships. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, <laughs> They actually found a, a a glazed tip on the end of the craft. It was reported that there was a almost a, a yellowish, uh, shameful substance that was, uh, the cigar, <laughs> the, the aft end of it was dipped into it. That was, you know, used on explicit knowledge and power right. to get these people. Right. It was a power play yeah. with the cigar craft and us, the assistants, you know, uh, to the cigar-shaped craft. Yeah, you know, it's pretty good ships. <laughs> <laughs> you know, dip these things. <laughs> ah, sorry, deep cut inside joke. Not mm-hmm. what we're supposed to do on here, but yep. yeah. <laughs> Let me crank a few. Yeah. Yeah. As you listen to the AAA driver yell right. earlier. <laughs> yeah, ships. Mm. Uh, no, you can hear Thrill McGillan on Beer They're Drunk That oh, episodes yeah. Yeah, many yeah. times. Yeah, that's a thrilling episode. Yes. Or a thrilling callback. Yes. Uh, yeah, let's just get into it. So in a historic first, this is the most interesting part of this episode. A historic first for probing ancient aliens. The show shows an exotic location that is not in America... But this time, both Steve and I have been there because they're showing home of the... No, that was Munich. Sorry. I was going to say the home of the Hotel Schlicker. But they show Nuremberg, Germany. There you starting go. right there off. There you go. They showed the fucking castle we walked around yeah. on. That's at the city center. Yeah, we kind of got lost a little bit. But yeah. No, yeah, but that's part of why it's fun. Thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, that's all the, all the old cities. It's like, well... The highest hill right, had right. the castle or fort or something on it, and you can. Yeah. You know, and they find made it circular there. and weird, so that way, if someone invaded, they couldn't quite get through. Exactly. 
to the center horde. Um, but uh, but yeah, they're talking about Nuremberg because that's where the famous woodcut of what looks like a clown circus in the sky, the way that they drew it on the woodcut, because they show these cigarish shaped rock, like these tubes, and yeah. uh, looks like ball pit balls, just like solid colored red, blue, yellow, like primary colored balls in the sky. Some arcs, some some uh, cross, like plus sign shaped things, because all the people of Nuremberg that were outside that day, and it was like broad daylight, it was yeah. reported in the newspaper back then, they all witnessed what was this crazy light show, what they even said seemed like a battle going on with cannons going off in the sky and things like that. So mm. it, is, it is a really cool uh, piece of evidence because this is thousands of people in a world where, not that they necessarily knew it was aliens, but in a world where maybe even saying... Could these have been people from other stars? Could maybe even get you locked up in a right. religious sense or something, you know, or, yeah, or yeah, shunned yeah, yeah. or something like that? But, um, but uh, kind of like the Mothman Point Pleasant sightings, it's like, right. why would this entire city town of people all be lying about the same thing, right? Right. So, right, right. Um, yeah, Medallion Man William Henry says uh, people went outside and saw what they described as a celestial battle. So, I think. Stargate has left his lexicon maybe in his contract. Maybe he's not allowed to. They probably had complaints. But uh, uh, he does in say something. <laughs> he does say something related to stars. Right. In every sentence. Yeah, I yeah, feel yeah. like celestial or whatever, too. Um, he continues. He says, uh, the witnesses wouldn't have had any conception of a mechanical spacecraft at that time. But that seems to be exactly what they're describing. This has to be one of the greatest mass sightings of UFO phenomena in human history. And I wouldn't argue with that. Because, um, again, it's like, oh, there and there was another one in Switzerland five years later in a place called uh, or Basel, yeah, Basel or something like that. And uh, very similar woodcut, similar drawings to it. Hey, Basel. <laughs> Basel Exposition. Yeah. Yeah, and Austin Powers. Awesome, yeah. Um, which I didn't get that joke until like later on. The exit, he, oh, he tells you the whole story because he's Basil Exposition <laughs> or whatever. Um, but uh, uh, so Tsukalos comes on and reassures you this has been going on. He's like, not only in modern times, yeah. but in ancient times. I'm like, oh, good. He covered both yeah, times. Yeah, we're going to start a rival brewery called Ancient Times. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, a really original brewery that has like, you know, Viking stuff or swords and shit. You know, no yeah, yeah. breweries do that kind of stuff. Yeah, exactly. So. Um, Loudmouth Leahy is on this episode, and uh, he says, uh, so it might be that different UFOs, this is the crux of the episode, different UFOs are tasked with different purposes. There are scout ships, presumption. There are ships that only orbit, presumption. There are motherships, presumption. They're all tasked for different purposes. I'm like, okay. Uh, we had a Nori story here from George Nori. He says, if you look at our planet today... Almost every country has some kind of fucking machine on you know, <laughs> some reciprocators or sawzalls. <laughs> uh, now the quality of those tools in China suspect, but yeah. boy, do they have a lot of women to churn out content with. <laughs> uh, Globally, <laughs> uh, no, every country has some kind of flying machine that is different from what we have, <laughs> which is a weird thing. Uh, I think this is the case for extraterrestrials as well. He now similar to Suclos, who's extraterrestrials. Yeah. Nori says extraterrestrials. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Extraterrestrials. That's just being an old man. Uh, he then gives like, uh, oh yeah, he, he gives like an example of ten 
different races having potentially differently shaped craft because that's just the way they created it. You know, like, again, he's listing off, like, stealth things and scout shit and all this other bullshit, too. Uh, Oh, and so I I made a little side note here, which, again, forgive me because I wrote these notes two weeks ago. Uh, No one here is an expert because it's impossible to be an expert on this unless you're a person that witnessed the wreckage of a UFO crash or you're like Bob Lazar or someone that who was featured in the episode who supposedly worked on uh, recovered technology, you know, ET technology to reverse yeah. engineer their power source, their energy source, all that stuff. Um, you can't just make assumption yet. Here we are in the very beginning of the episode still. Uh, oh, I thought you were going to say something. Oh, I was just reading. Sorry. Just Nick sorry. Pope ponders. <laughs> uh, flops into you. <laughs> uh, I still can't forget about him freaking out about mask mandates <laughs> as hey he comes guys, to California I'm from really Texas. Cool. <laughs> yeah. uh, Fuck you, Nick. He's like, uh, are there assumptions we can make about different UFOs? Might there be links between the shapes of UFOs and the different types of entities that are sometimes reported? Um, the most common is still the saucer, apparently. I don't know. They never say where they get that data from, even if it was like move on data shows or whatever, but they don't. Uh, they talk about Kenneth Arnold, who was really the 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 first guy to he sorry. Kenneth Arnold, who was the first like military, modern military reporter of he was a pilot who like even followed the UFOs that he saw, right? And reported it to his superiors. He coined the term flying saucer, as Childress says here, he's like, because he described it as saucers skipping on the water. Uh, he explains it like we're all children or something. Um, Amy Titel, I think is how you pronounce it. She's like the little scientist gal that's on the show. She And I looked up like her Instagram and Twitter. She's very like another like Michio Kaku kind of like just, you know, but she also like streams uh, Mario Maker levels. Like she's like finishes like these insane Mario Maker levels oh, on wow. her Instagram and stuff too. Um, but uh, uh, typical like you know, nerd influencer. Um, oh, there, she's talking about the shape-based advantage of a saucer. Like, what what makes a saucer? Uh, why do yeah, they make a, a saucer shape? Better. Right, a circular shape. She talks about the VZ9 Avro car, which is an old like '50s, '60s era Canadian-designed, basically a hover disc. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So kind of like a sh- a big shitty drone, like the kind of like the drones we have now. Yeah. Um, it was aerodynamically unstable they at least have footage of this which was cool to see like some dude flying around and this thing barely getting off the ground um so just showing that they've been trying to make a saucer shaped craft for decades at this point cut to 2019 these two engineers uh i wrote their last names topso and zavi created the adifo i need top uh i need top so uh we're gonna need that created the adifo the adifo which is the all direction flying saucer and uh titel explains that she's like it's cool because it basically just is a drone that is and this thing is like unmanned so far but it's like i was kind of unimpressed again it's cool but it's like drones are so like proliferated now uh this was basically just a drone that was like four feet wide now instead of like one or two feet wide. so i'm like okay i guess that's progress but she does make the interesting point that when it comes to aerodynamic engineering 
the math doesn't scale up cleanly. Like you have, it's like exponential shit. You can't like right, right. the more weight you add doesn't mean, Oh, we'll just make this the same rate bigger. It's like, no, now yeah. you have to deal with this extra. Well, that's why you know. they're like ants. If you blew up an ant to a human proportion, it would right. collapse on itself right, right. it. Right. It just doesn't work. So exactly. it has to be that tiny to do what it does. Right. To carry the weight and all the things and the ratios. Right. Yeah. yeah all the movies with uh, enlarging rays or shrinking rays, like right, the thing right, would just right, like, right. The thing would become crush so itself. dense and implode and crush, or it would explode as it got yeah. bigger. So, because everything's full of helium. See, uh, the next segment, Childress chimes in here to start us off. He says, "We can learn a lot from modern UFO reports. So, these disc-shaped craft are able to make sudden turns, turning at high speeds in any direction. So, introducing the you know, hey, disc-shaped crafts are disc-shaped because they're like the." They're the maneuver. They're like the hot shot, you know, fucking right. uh, jet fighter crafts. They can maneuver. They're agile. Uh, they can make use of ultimately anti grav technology. Right. Right. Uh, Richard Dolan is on. He. I mean, he makes this is like, this is the whole point that you and I or lots of people. They're like, you know, oh, well, Einstein said you can't get past the speed of light unless you break the laws of physics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so Dolan's like, you know, what, what if uh, they use a system that just makes aerodynamics. Uh, uh, irrelevant because and i'm like yeah like if you just skip over the need for standard aerodynamics if you if you have a cheat code if you have the game genie right. to, to to create your own gravity at will at any direction or whatever then yeah you're not going to get blasted on the side of the fucking wall when you're making a three thousand mile an hour 90 degree turn in a nanosecond you know right 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 um so just chimes in again and says uh, one of the theories is that these circular or disc-shaped craft are using anti-gravity for propulsion. They're not rockets. Uh, they're generating their own gravitational field, which would likely be a spherical field around the craft. Again, I don't know why Childress is talking about this. Like, just cut to Bob Lazar cri- like clips or something like that. Um, but uh, they wonder how how might this function. They talk about centrifugal force, so. The force generated as a a wheel of, or a circle, like as as it's something is spinning around an axis, right, right. the Gyro. force that pushes, yes, yeah. that pushes out from the center. Centrifugal, exactly. Yes. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Um, buh, 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 buh. Oh, they talk about Ezekiel and the wheels within wheels, boys. Again, right. I'm shocked they didn't talk about. Not that it was the same thing, but they just had the episode about the the immortality top. machine. Yeah, <laughs> which was like a spinning top. Yeah. Um, I wish he'd stop spinning and just fuck my ass already. Okay. Uh, he's just dancing on fucking he's E over burning. there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, they talk about Ezekiel for the billionth fucking time. It's it's literally like three and a half minutes of the fucking show now. Um, uh, they cut to uh, old images of real hunky Von Daniken back in the seventies. His books just released. Uh, I never I had never seen the original cover, which they show on the in the background where it's like. Chariots of the Gods, Eric Von Daniken, and then the, the tagline on the cover is, is was God an astronaut or is God an astronaut? Which is a pretty good, yeah. you know, uh, attention grabber. But yeah. they talk about this NASA engineer who initially, a uh, Bloomrick, who initially totally disagreed and disapproved of even theorizing oh, like Von Daniken did. And then he became, he fucking fell in love with his captor, he, you know, right, with his right, top. Right, right, right. Uh, and he ended up trying to <laughs> no, I just broke. Uh, he ended up trying to, yeah, disprove Von Daniken's the- ancient astronaut theory right. and, and ended up 
especially with and specifically with the Ezekiel thing, to where he wrote his own book called The Spaceships of Ezekiel a few years later to support right, right, Von right. Daniken. And they show pictures of them fucking shaking hands, whatever. Sooks, of course, is like, he said, by gosh, Eric is right. I'm like, I don't think he would say by gosh. I don't know why you're centering yourself. Gosh, Travis gosh, Taylor chimes in and he says, uh, now Ezekiel describes that the outside wheel doesn't spin. The inside wheel spins. So he's telling us that, uh, that wait, what? Oh, so he's telling us that's the engines. Sorry, it's the inside. Right, 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 right. Uh, none of this at all has to be magic. This could all just be technology. So get Travis Taylor getting much more airtime. Oh yeah, uh, the, the last couple seasons, um, but also getting much deeper into yeah. the theory right, part. Because right, right. <laughs> again, the first cons we saw Matt, he was kind of like, "Well, I'm a scientist in this," and yeah. then now he's like, "Well, it could be all this wild shit. Who knows?" Mm-hmm. And hey, to be fair, maybe his weird experiences at Skinwalker Ranch. Like us have been, because we we're there all the time. No, are opening up his mind and going, hey, maybe it is this kind of stuff right, too. Wacky shit. Um, but I would also like to talk. To, I mean, I feel like he's been coached to even sk- speculatively. Hey, can you tie it back to ancient astronaut theory in right, the clips right. or something? You know, um, they uh, they have Corbell and George Jeremy Corbell and George Knapp on again, probably from the Bob Lazar episode. These seem like clips from that episode that maybe they just cut out of that episode. But yeah, uh, how many more times can I say that episode? Let's see, they show some actual Bob Lazar clips from Corbell's documentary here, and he's talking about one fifteen. We reviewed the documentary on uh, over at patreoncom slash ancient Aliens yeah. while back, probably a year year and a half ago now. Um, it was like Bob Lazar and UFOs or something, but yeah, anyway. Some, yeah. Uh, talks about how Element 115 was slash is the key to their technology, at least the recovered technology, because it generates its own gravitational energy. He doesn't say field, he says energy. Right. And we don't really understand how gravity works even to this day. We know it mathematically is consistent with physics, but we don't really know how it works or how we would generate that either. You right, know? right, right. Other than like, the basic centrifugal force things, you know, space stations you see in like 2001 A Space Odyssey or Interstellar or whatever too, right? Um, but they, uh, he Lazar reiterates that the at least the disc-shaped UFO they recovered creates a gravity distortion or a gravity well that basically it it creates a gravity bubble in front of the, uh, the craft that the craft constantly just falls into. Right. And if you can control the direction of that fall, that just means now gravity right. is, which when you have now a gravity bubble, speed of light or wormholes right. or things like that, you're not Relevant. using propulsion. You're not even really using, I guess you're using element 115 as your gas, but there's no, there's no, uh, there was a name for it they use in there, but the propulsion is like behind it and pushing yeah, yeah, it, whatever. So um, it's kind of like peeling back the curtain of reality and it's like, well, I can just cruise backstage exactly yes need to worry about these other rules in the front of the house yes that's true uh that's a pretty good analogy actually um yeah because they don't they have they all have to hit their marks and things like that because they're and they're on a schedule where everyone's seen they're on a linear time and space line so that's smart um michio kaku has a long cock about i don't know i haven't made up a thing for him he's on the show now a lot, yeah. yeah. Uh, and and I think two or three times, that even that I've written down, he talks about how his colleagues think he's a wacko or something. Right, right, right. He says, uh, and here it is, he's like, when I talk to my scientist friends about anti-gravity, I get the giggle factor. 
Now my fingers are also in their butt cracks checking their oil. So that might be it. No. Uh, <laughs> he says, uh, they start to giggle. Their eyes roll up into the heavens. <laughs> because you see, I think they... Uh, wait. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> you see, I think they are them. Why then. did I write that? Yeah. Um, oh, no. He says, he's like, because you see, I think they're making a mistake. They assume that the aliens are maybe 100 years more advanced than us. But what if... What if they are millions of years uh, more advanced or ahead of us? New laws of physics are going to open up once you have a civilization that much more advanced than us. Which is, I'm always like, well, yeah, again, it's not a hundred years on our particular technological timeline that we're going to be fucking opening wormholes. Right. Unless, like many sci-fi stories show, like, oh, or like interstellar shows, like, our future selves gave us this technology. Or aliens... Ancient aliens left this technology for future people to future people. Yeah, yeah, yeah bring yeah, them back through yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, to find like Mass Effect, right? They left these mass relays out, so the humans never discovered the mass relay. Which, which when they put their ships through it, it made the mass zero because it needed element zero or something. And then you could travel faster than the speed of light because of that. Right. And then they found all the other aliens who had been left those mass relays right. by this ancient alien race. Super so, duper. yeah. Because um, again. 20, 100 years ago was the literally 1921. Right. So we are way ahead, but we're still not right. jumping around space. Oh, and 100 years ago, you that. wanted a fucking 13-inch black dildo on a fucking reciprocating saw? You had to have fucking Oompa Loompas just jump, you know, do, yeah. doing the pedals yeah. Willy Wonka style on oh, that yeah. thing. There's no batteries back then. Right. That's a DC Connect, my friend. <laughs> Real little people themed. Uh, yeah. motif tonight so See. a themed motif i guess that's kind of redundant <laughs> <laughs> uh the next segment is about the triangle shaped craft so we go back to henderson nevada which is like the suburbs of vegas las vegas um welcome to vegas las vegas uh Wild town. 1977 a massive v-shaped object is reported to uh reported to the police traveling across the sky all the way into arizona down into mexico even um, most of the reports came from Phoenix, Arizona, and this event was the Phoenix Lights, the infamous Phoenix Lights. So it's three lights in a triangle pattern. Which I'm surprised they didn't bring up Kurt Russell. For Stargate? No, Kurt Russell was literally flying a plane mm-hmm. and experienced these lights while he was flying. Oh, wow. That's interesting. Yeah, huh. yeah I don't know why Kurt Russell didn't do the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or they didn't bring up, oh, Right, named actor, actor Kurt Russell. I'm, I'm like ninety percent sure it's Kurt Russell yeah, who yeah. was flying a plane and saw these lights while flying. You sure it wasn't me? Yeah. Well, uh, our friends over Indiana at uh, Not for Everyone <laughs> podcast. I think they talked about it. Oh, okay. Kurt Russell doing that, and then mm. I feel like I saw it or heard it somewhere else. Interesting. Like, oh yeah, like an interview with him. He's like, oh yeah, I saw it. I yeah, saw yeah. These lights. I was flying. Well, yeah, it was reported by thousands of people. Yeah, so. It was some famous actor, and I'm like ninety percent sure it was Kurt yeah. Russell because it was like something with like, oh, he's in Guardians of Gal- Galaxy two. Yeah, yeah. And he's had a UFO experience because he was mm. literally flying a plane during these. Arizona lights. Right, The right. Phoenix lights. Yeah, close enough. Yeah. Uh, you're technically correct. Yeah. <laughs> uh, once again, though, no one, re- everyone assumes that there was a craft underneath these, or within, it was all that, all anyone saw was three lights in a formation that never broke. Right. So, understandably, you would say, oh, there's got to be a shape they're attached to or something, and maybe there was, I don't know, but nobody ever, like, there was videos of it, too, and right. there continued to be videos of 
other of of subsequent events too. Yes, uh, but uh, even the uh, the governor of Arizona, who was a pilot, says it was something that he doesn't know. He's like, I don't know how that nothing like that exists that I know of as a military pilot right now, at least officially. So, uh, loudmouth Leahy jumps in and he says uh, he could even oh that was I wrote this down. He's like. He could even see, he's saying the governor reported, he could even see right through it and see the stars through it, above it. I'm like, right, right, right. right. Because either it was, and this is why they're introducing, they're introducing to say it's cloaking technology. I'm saying, if you're going the old school Kiel and Valet route, it's like, maybe there was no craft, it was just three lights moving in formation, right? Um, So, uh, it made the front page of USA Today back then, and it happened again three years later. Uh, Illinois, the year 2000, 4 a.m., a bunch of citizens and a bunch of police reported seeing three craft in a triangle formation in, and this was called the Southern Illinois Flying Triangle. Yeah. Uh, Officer Craig Stevens was by um, uh, cloaking. Oh, Officer Craig Stevens says in his report, it looked like it was cloaking itself by blending in with the star field above. And so, but then I'm like, my my question was, if it's trying to cloak itself, why the fuck are there three super bright lights that everyone right, right, fucking right, right. sees? Yeah, these little elements that are extremely <laughs> right. noticeable. It's not like there was a reflective surface and something. It was weird because it was like warping the star. This weird invisible thing was warping the stars. Or it's like yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. we see three giant lights, but it must be cloaking itself. I'm like, are you right, guys right. fucking idiots? Like, why would it be cloaking itself while going? Hey everyone, yeah. look at my giant hey, light check nipple. Out. <laughs> hey, chuckle tits. Uh I know Steve's getting getting lost in the collectibles over here. Well, I was seeing this old ass Bose. Oh yeah. And then the stuff on top, and I was like, is that part of it? I'm like, no, that's not part of it. <laughs> collectibles. This is a very special muggle music device. Only of the highest quality Plays in the shopper image. As it sounds around you, but it's only for me. <laughs> Quite clever, <isn't> my <laughs> Shut up and keep sucking. Yeah, Hagrid. No, that wasn't Hagrid. Hagrid. Dumbledore. Dumbledore. <laughs> you Dumbledore. Uh, I'm swiping right on Bumbledore. Yeah. <laughs> Bumbledore gets top. <laughs> Bumbledore. <gets top. laughs> uh, just some S and M wizard. I'm, yeah. I'm Bumbledore. <laughs> <laughs> um, because his huge dick is always flopping around. <laughs> Quite wild, just like my bumbling around and flips of rainbow. <laughs> uh, uh, ancient astronaut theorists think that triangle craft are for stealth technology, uh, just like we do in the U.S. And I'm like, how convenient that because we have because like all planes, there's a triangle-ish shape to them. Uh, but our stealth planes are very sharply triangled, and I'm like. But they're not the same as you know what I mean. I understand that. Uh, to be fair to them, the uh, uh, Michael Denon is like it really is just the shape of the plane that prevents radar from bouncing yeah. back at the dish, right? So all the way that the stealth bombers and stuff, they have all these weird little. They look like a fucking N sixty four plane. That, you know, they're very polygonal, and so apparently the radar bounces in weird directions and doesn't bounce back to the radar dish, which allows them to pinpoint the location. Uh, but they never really say it's. The reports of the triangle craft never say they have that same kind of texture to them either. They're just these flat, either flat nothings of darkness, or people have seen them. They're like, no, they look like a steel triangle craft. Not saying they don't see a full craft like this. Right, right. But everyone that reports those says it was extremely smooth, 
there was just the lights on it. I didn't see any windows, blah, right, blah, blah, right, blah. Right. So not sure if that's at least the same stealth tech. But that is the fucking connection that the ancient astrotheorists are trying to make here, which is a little silly. So a little reductive. Uh, they also say that, uh, uh, I, I never write his name out, but he's the British chap that talks like this and he has very big <laughs> lips and he's like, and he never moves. He just, he acts like if they panned out, he would be in a cerebral palsy wheelchair. Like he just can't, <laughs> literally can't move. Yeah, but Jack. Uh, <laughs> oh man, he's jacked really in that jacked. wheelchair, man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was going to go farther, but that'd be mean. I was going to go Jack, like the Robin Williams character. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. Um, but uh, no, he's like, he, the theory in this segment is that the triangle-shaped craft, some of them with a light or lights on the bottom center of the craft that human beings are seeing from below could be the source of the religious, Masonic, mythological, all-seeing eye of God, an eye within a triangle pyramid symbol. They also didn't go into pyramid-shaped crafts, which are becoming bigger now in the last 10 years more than ever, Mm -hmm. Um, which is very strange because the pyramid stuff is very much like a new age consciousness kind of symbol too. So it's like, again, are the crafts changing to fit what we would, I don't know. It's weird. So, um, but it's, it's a quite a, it's quite a reach here, especially because they don't show any real, they have lots of footage of triangle craft in this episode, which is cool or lights at least this segment, but they don't show any of them. They just have one big light underneath. So it's like, it's just a CG fest of literally a craft that like looks like the Egyptian eye is underneath. I'm like, okay guys, but um, uh, yeah, I, I made the note. It's not even that common that a center singular light is reported, which would look like an eye yeah, or something. Yeah. Um, we go to Chile in 1978 in the next segment where two pilots are at 35,000 feet. They notice a huge cigar shaped object. So now we get to the Lewinsky factor. Here. I wrote it was hung. It was very big, uh, big as according to the radar, as big as 10 aircraft carriers, which they said are something. Oh, sorry. Uh, potentially a 10,000 foot long object that was reported to be swathed in smoke. Yeah. Again, a viscous, see-through, yellowish gray material on one end of it. You know, need I say more? Need I say men? Need the men. Need I see men? See. Childress chiming here. He says, uh, the very first photo of of a UFO is of a huge cylindrical craft over Mount Washington in 1870. I just thought this was a funny sentence. Taken at the the very beginning of photography. <laughs> oh, this was from the beginning of photography. See, yeah. When they used silver collodium and shit. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Clomine or whatever. Um, they talk about the loss of the Phobos II probe, which uh, took a picture of... Wet plate collodium, sorry. <laughs> close enough, yeah. Uh, blue plate splash. Blue plate special. Uh, sorry, the Phobos II probe took a picture before it disappeared of a cylindrical, a cylindrical craft next to the moon. Apparently it was covered up. They have the picture, which looks like somebody kind of scratched on a negative of a film yeah, or something, yeah. but it was the 70s. Uh, but the you can't tell the scale, but like if it was like right next to it, it looks like it would be, it was a third the size of the moon or length mm. of the moon's diameter or something like that. Either way, it could have been closer. They talk about Oumuamua again for the thousandth fucking time. Uh, and I counted... This is literally the sixth episode where they've discussed uh, Oumuamua, and then uh, after this, 
maybe the other most discussed thing they talk about the vimana of hindu right, of right, the right. of the bhagavad gita uh which was the the airships that were very detailed even with engineering diagrams in their holy book in the vedic texts that are 5000 years old predate the fucking bible and everything the airships of the gods right they're saying they they rode around on these fucking flying balconies basically and yeah. then shot you know nuclear arrows and stuff like that uh so what beings pilot these things there's there was a little bit of like Interesting conversation coming up here, but it still doesn't really make that much sense. Uh, they start off the, the fifth segment with showing the very quickly debunked uh, Jerusalem Temple Mount 2011 video. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and I looked up why it was debunked. Only a handful of videographers ever reported having footage of it. So like the, they were all anonymously anonymously posted to YouTube channels. When people report this stuff, it's like to authorities, like whatever. Yeah, yeah, Nobody yeah. else reported it, but some videographers already suspect. Question. It and uh, they talked about some of the pixelation and like you could if you if you look at like the layers or do something to it, you can see pixelization, which shows CG effects and things like that. In 2011, it was plenty CG was plenty advanced. Again, anyone that worked for a movie studio that had access to a crazy workstation could have done this in a fucking night or something yeah. but because there are like three angles and like rabbi zadok of of course because it's in jerusalem see he's like there were thousands of people that saw this thing and, and it's like but there weren't like right. the reports actually like no only these videographers didn't even report it they just posted it honestly to youtube to great yeah. hype and again i'm i'm freaking on the spectrum about this stuff but i could i can always tell like the flavor of the CG is very Marvel movie. It's very that time, like those yeah, those yeah. mid aughts to like in the the teens aughts. And whenever real sightings occur, authentic sightings are on video. They're not dramatic. Like right. this is the very much like the slow. It's like a movie trailer, which like the slow drop onto the temple directly center on the Temple Mount dome, yeah, yeah. and then this like dramatic flash of light and and it's like and it has these trailers of light. It's like. This would be a trailer moment in a fucking yeah, movie, yeah. you know. So, um, and even Pope Nick Pope doesn't want to like fully commit. He's like, if this is genuine, it's of extreme significance. It's like, mm. but it's already been debunked. Yeah. So, um, we go to Wittenberg, Germany, in 2018. Three triangle craft are captured. We see the video, uh, and one zips off. This one also looks completely fake, like totally CG. Um, oh, that I made the point I just talked about. Uh, now they're talking about the G-force effect on on what would be on a human, which would just, again, yeah. totally eviscerate you instantly. Um, but, but making the point that the maneuvers they make are crazy. Now here is the kind of semi-interesting point. They're like, the ETs themselves could just be energy-slash-light beings, like I'm sure William Henry would love. Right. But, so if that was the case, the physical movement of the craft does not harm them because they don't really have mass. My point of this is, like, if they are light beings, why do they need a craft then to trap? You know what I mean? Wouldn't they be riding the fucking quantum waves Whatever. and wormholes and stuff just if they weren't corporeal? They were made of fucking photons and stuff. Like, you would think they don't need a metal. How would they even build the fucking metal? I mean, again, they could be way more powerful than us or whatever, too. But it's like, why would they need a craft then to do all this right, stuff? Right, right. Now, the, the the easy point they did not make. Well, they kind of make it. Uh, let's see. Oh, I wrote, this is very much a, well, we humans are thinking about doing it this way. So aliens must have done it this way too. It's like, okay. Yeah, yeah. But again, 
even in within within this episode, there could have been an entirely different technological paradigm that we've never right. stumbled upon. Right. Different top. So it's like they in the next segment they talk about it a little bit, but like, why didn't they just make the theory introduce theory? These could just be AI control. It doesn't have to be light beings. It could just be that the you know the consciousness is being controlled either by the uh, robots they talk about in the last little segment, the the self replicating robots or whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. or they're remote control with the fucking alien's mind or whatever, right? They have yeah, some yeah. network that can go across the cosmos yeah, and whatever. Yeah. The light beings thing is just fucking, it's point. Why would they need a craft, you know? So um, the last little segment here is right outside of a disc golf course that we've played at over at JPL, the Jet Propulsion oh, yeah. Lab yep, yep. in Pasadena, right across the freeway there. I'll be uh, over there a little more frequently. Oh, yeah. Let's just say. Yeah. Okay. Um, so everyone start looking for every business yeah. that exists in Pasadena. <laughs> Where JPL is. Yes. Uh, he's he's going to be the landscaper for the Oak Grove Disc yeah, Golf Course. Yeah. It's going to be nice. It's a great gig. <laughs> Assistant to the landscaper. Yeah. I'm going to crank the uh, goats off. I'm going to crank the Yankers. Yeah. I'm going to have all those puppets around there. It's <laughs> <laughs> close to Hollywood. Right. You, know. uh, you don't know me. <laughs> You're just going to be homeless yeah, lady in the park. Went, I'm like, God, that lady thought I was homeless. It's, fucking homeless. it's been mind-fucking you four days yeah. now. Um, no, I was dying. Yeah. <laughs> Internally, and then I messaged Wolf and Rob, and like, Rob was driving, so Wolf was like, yeah. Rob almost crashed because yeah. he was driving so Because <laughs> that is almost a better story than the busting out of the bathroom thing, right, too, right? Because right? this is like, because nobody really noticed you there. Right, right. You kind of got away with that scot-free. Yeah. Uh, but this was yeah, some lady, a human like, lady. Yeah, as I'm like just stressing on how to get my van right. out of the fucking loading docks of a hotel. Mm-hmm. And everyone's telling me no. Yeah, which that energy yeah. apparently very similar to the meth heads that are just arguing with themselves right, and stressed right, 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 and, right, 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 you know, writing their next yeah, cardboard sign. I got the fucking grease smears all over my arm. Like literally my arm was like right. almost all black from just like being up and under there. So <laughs> <laughs> Just a lot of, exp- you know, exposure exactly. to the elements. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, JPL is where they're designing these shape-shifting robots specifically to explore other worlds. Uh, so they're like, they, they look like these kind of like uh, 20-sided Dungeons & Dragons dice, you know, die, whatever, where they, but they can like, all the little segments kind of collapse and re- they're little transformers, mm-hmm. right? Um, they mentioned the self-replicating part of it too. These aren't even self-replicating, but like these also can like literally like the Constructicons like fit together and create shapes. They can create a snake shape and go through water, or they can go through thin tunnels or things like that, or they can like make a ball and make a lot of fucking whatever. distance or whatever. Yeah, you know, yeah, if they're going across surface, or whatever. So, uh, Childress chimed in and says, "It's been noted that sometimes UFOs change shape." I'm like, okay. Uh, at one point, they look like a triangle. Other times, they look like a disc. I'm like, yes, some people have seen the formation of lights change shape and then assume there's a craft. But again, a lot of these videos, it's you can literally see the stars in between them. Yep. And at least a lot of the newer footage, they're like, oh, it's some crazy formation of craft. It must be these craft or whatever. Too. Or a mothership is like giving birth to little baby ships or something, too. Lots of yep, weird yep, shit yep. with these lights in the sky. But... I'm not sure if Childress is trying to say a transformer thing, or if he's just saying that the zeitgeist, like they've been changing over time or whatever. Right, right, right. But um, they're, uh, you know, the Amy Titel and Michio Kaku, they're talking about 
how self-replicating robots can and apparently will colonize other planets. Uh, they'll even evolve as they go. And uh, Michio Kaku makes the point. He goes, uh, he goes, he thinks that the self-replicating robots is the smart way to do that because he's like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you wouldn't want to send Captain Kirk hopping around one by one, like to terraform planets and yeah, shit. I'm yeah, like, yeah. I guess not. But you would want to see him get all that juicy alien clunge on each of those planets one by one. Yeah. Um, but, Blue, uh, turquoise, <laughs> green. Caribbeans <laughs> uh, <laughs> have a spicier taco. <laughs> that David, uh, the not Hatcher Childress, uh, David Lieberhart thing where he had to do the uh, apology okay. on Tim and Eric yeah. Awesome Show yeah, yeah. for basically like being crude about fucking how right. certain alien yeah. women have a spicier taco than human women. Right, right, right. <laughs> see, see. Um, and so they wrap up theorizing how the ships themselves, not that they are housing alien AI, but that maybe the ships are evolved AI self-replicating robots themselves which is very like the new Battlestar Galactica where like the Cylons they find out I mean fucking spoiler for 20 year old show now but they're like they find out that a lot of the ships like the jets they're fighting which they assume are piloted by Cylon robots the ships are self-aware they're almost like dogs where they're like living things is one of the the humans they capture one Mm -hmm. and she busts into one and it's fucking veins and blood and a brain mixed with all the fucking technology yeah, and stuff. So, the tech, yeah. um, that's it for uh, the ultimate guide to UFOs. The next episode is Aliens and the Presidents. So episode twelve of season fifteen. Uh, Which that's... I think I watched part of that already because it was just kind of flowing when I was right, right, auto playing afterwards. Ago, but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah make, make sure and support the show at patreoncom slash aliens for exclusive podcasts every month. For only the five dollar tier or more, and then go to blackholesupplycompany.com for probing ancient aliens merch and disc golf discs and exclusive disc golf apparel. Uh, follow us on social media at probing ancient aliens on Instagram and Facebook. Facebook is still not live, even though uh, oh, it was denied during review again. So I'm like, okay, I don't know what the, that was right for vacation. Don't know what the fuck to do about that. Um, but uh, follow us on Twitter at probing aliens. Follow. Platfuckers, I guess, which hasn't been updated in quite a while, but neither has the Lynch Aliens Instagram either. So, no, it's fine. Platfuckers, P U T T F U C K E R S, at on Instagram.com. And then. You guys ready to comfortable to golf? And then. And Platfuckers, P U T T F C K R S, on TikTok. And other than that. Bye! Bye!